Hello and welcome back to the Kicking Back Podcast. I'm joined here today with James Davies. How are you, sir? It's pronounced Davis. Davis. Oh yeah, why did I say Davies? How are you, James Davis? I'm not too bad, Brad. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm glad to have you here on this little podcast show. It's very good. It's very good. Matthew? I'm very good, Brad. Yeah? How are you? I'm good, man. Yeah. You had a you had a busy day? No. No? <laughs> it's it's chill, way, yeah. Nice, man. So, James, for the people, the many, many people that are watching at home. Thousands. Thousands. Um, do you want to just give them a little explanation about who you are, what it is you do, why you are here? Why I'm why here? The big question. You, inv- you invited me, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, who I am? Well, I'm James. First James. I'm, a, I'm a musician. Mm. Um, I've, been, I've been told. Um, yeah. That's 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 what I've got. <laughs> that's yeah. what you've got. Yeah. Uh, can you do be you more w- specific? Okay, right. Do you want to tell us about some of the projects that you do, then, James? Is that specific? No, <laughs> <laughs> no I I play for I play for um, a few people um, now, which is nice. I play for uh, Will Hearn, who I believe was on a few weeks, a few ago. weeks ago. That yeah. fucking pisshead. <laughs> uh, um, I've been playing with him for for. Years now, I think we're about to do a collaboration, which <gasps> would be nice. nice. But <laughs> he, did it, he did it the most well earned way. Um, on. I released one one song of me playing um, in some sort of mill. Um, and he messages me the next day, just like, um, Oh, we should do a collaboration. Uh, you, you, you can. <laughs> Like, sure, I'll write you a song, Will. That sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice, yeah. <laughs> but no, no, that, that should be fun. Yeah, um, sounds good, man. That'd be nice. I play for Might Be. Um, nice. Um, I'm wearing a bit of Might Be merch at the minute, but you mm. cannot see it. Oh, what is it? Um, it is a vest. Ah, um, I'm not going to ask you to expose no. it. Yeah, not yet, you're not. not yeah, <laughs> maybe later. <laughs> yeah. We'll see how we get on. Yeah, nice. but uh, it's good. That's that's all I can say. It's, about good. it's, it's a good, good vest. It's a good vest. <laughs> as far mm. as vests go. Um, and the play. F- Whoa! What's going Whoa. on over here? Bloody hell! People <laughs> in the back. Sorry about that. that We're was kicking back, James. Yeah, that was George relaxed. clicking wrong buttons. Oh, oh. is that not typical? All right. Anyway, we're breaking the immersion here, people. Mm. <laughs> It's a living room. Yeah, it's a living room. <laughs> it's, it's, we're kicking back. It's nice. We're having a conversation. <laughs> um, right, so Will Hearn might be... Who else you got Oh, there? there's some other guy. Um, Which guy is He this? was on a few weeks ago. Uh, uh, red hair? Uh, I don't mm. know what you mean, to be honest. No? No. No. It can't be that important. No, does anyone have any idea? Hey, wait, are you asking the audience? I'm asking the audience uh, back uh, home. Uh, he's he, got right red hair. Um, uh, mm. No, I don't know. No. We'll that's skip, skip that's basically his, his only feature I can think of. Okay. Anyway. He's done a he did a bit of producing for me, uh, for what it, from a song. Right, and I okay. did I did a bit a bit of back and forth for him as well. But uh, I can't remember his name. No, it's uh, it'll, it'll come back to me. I'm sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. talk about it later. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, God, that really made my mind go blank there. Um, <laughs> is there anyone else to play for? I also play for a girl called Callie Statham or Caligula. Oh. That's how stage name goes. Uh, with this? George Grundy, the drummer. Oh, right. um, that's kind of more contemporary um, kerfuffle. <laughs> <laughs> scary. More right. along the lines of scary. Okay, uh, like, yeah. yeah. Music, not, yeah. F- not for the, the scared yeah. people. No. And I play no. for Harry Hart. It's the other one. Yes, we're having Harry on in a couple yeah. of weeks. I find it really funny. Every member of that band, after Harry's on in a couple of weeks, will have played this this podcast. Really? Every single member. Wait, yeah. so who's, who's in the band? So it was, uh, it'll be Harry. Um, yeah. 
and then uh, me. Yeah. Then uh, the redhead guy. That um, guy, yeah. yeah. Um, and then um, Nathan Carroll. Uh, um, right. And Dan Addison. No way. Yeah. <laughs> the boys. <laughs> oh, man, we should definitely do an episode and just get you all on. Mm. That'd be... I don't know why, but Sounds that'd like be hilarious. Good. It'd be great. Yeah. Once we're out of this COVID nonsense. Mm. Of course. What? What? Have you not heard about this? COVID. Uh, okay, uh, well, we don't need to talk about it. Well, I'll, I'll fill you in later, man. Don't worry. Okay. Honestly, don't worry about it's, it. It is a big deal, though. I wondered what this was. <laughs> 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 we just don't trust you. Sure. <laughs> I, know, I know I'm Irish, but Christ. <laughs> um and of course, you know, you're here because you're doing your stuff as well, James. You forgot to ham up that. Ham up that? Yeah, give us, a, give us some of the juice on that. Um, tell, tell us about this little thing that you're doing then. That you, sure. What you did a performance of. Um, well, that, that implies that I have a, a, a grand master plan for it oh, but a little bit. Not but, necessarily. Uh, well, I just, I just like writing songs for myself, but I'm a lot slower at writing songs. Than the other people I play for, right. um, so uh, but uh, just I like I like playing with other people and uh, they doing all their stuff, which is nice. But I uh, just thought I should try it myself. Mm. It's got sort of a form of therapy for me as well, okay. I'd say. But right. um, because it's very slow, I maybe just write three songs a year. You know, I can't, I can't, I can't exactly force songs out. Yeah. But uh, so I feel like as soon as I have a little bit of a repertoire, I can sort of decide if I want to do anything okay. more with it. Mm. So, or, so how long have you been writing this sort of stuff for then? I've been well, I've been writing music <laughs> since I was fourteen. Right, but um, yeah. stuff I'm actually willing to show uh, <laughs> would actually just be the past two years, probably only two years. Okay. So, was there a particular thing that gave you a kick up the arse to do it, or were you just like, oh, I'm just going to do it then? It was this pandemic you were referring to, I'd say. Oh. Um, was the main one. I was writing before that, but I think I'd only written two songs before that. Right. Um, in pandemic, and I thought I might as well be productive. Yeah. Um, so it's a very, um, very uh, non-inspiring way of describing no, it. No, uh, but I, I, yeah, I was, I was inter- obviously because I've not heard you write before. Obviously, you have you do all your writing with your other projects, but it was refreshing to see your little mm. thing that you were doing, man. Mm. It's cool. Will this be your first uh, performance as well? Yeah. First live performance. Yeah. yeah. So it's a That's debut. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, wow. of, of original music, yeah. But yeah. Um, I've yeah. I've played solo before, but not not uh, my own stuff. Right. It's been more just playing piano in a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I need Billy Joel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Well, yes, I know Piano Man. Yes. <laughs> yes, I have a harmonica and a neck brace. Yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Uh, <laughs> Well, completely got off topic there. Um, <laughs> so, right, how? Because I don't know where I can to place your music, so you're probably the man to tell me. Hopefully, like where? What would you describe it as? Or what artist does it kind of you draw an influence from that sounds similar oh. to? Oh, um, I don't know the 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 um the one that I just recorded with Sean. That's just him, uh, <laughs> Sean Rogan. <Damn>. Um, <laughs> With uh, the song I recorded with him, um, it sounds very Sylvanasso, I think. Mm. Um, mainly because of their new- newest album. It was just amazing. Right. I thought it was great. So uh, that just had to have an influence in it. There was nothing I could do about it. Right. Um, and then LCD Sound System always has a big place mm. for me. Um, those are the two main ones. I also really like Mass Attack. That's kind of one that the only thing I listened to in high school that I still listen to now. Um, I'd say the rest was 
utter dog shit. What, <laughs> what, yeah. what side of dog shit? What side? Yeah. Pure evil. <laughs> that side. Uh, like, unnameable stuff. <laughs> oh, God. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, but that, those are the, the three main... It's not very massive attack, but I feel like that's, there's just always an influence of it there. Okay. I, don't think, I don't think influences necessarily mean that that's what the music has to sound like. No, no, definitely. I think yeah. it's the... Um, sort of the songwriting of way of it mm-hmm. but um anyone else I don't know <laughs> <laughs> um you're thinking hard man I, well yeah I want to I give you a good answer yeah no. um, I've, I felt like your music was sort of like Irish folk meets Owl City <laughs> I don't know. Right. That, is that a compliment or is that? How do you feel about it? How do you feel about I'll, that? I'll have it. Um, I'll add that to the bio. Sure. <laughs> Irish meets Owl City. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say your bio that you sent into us is absolutely fantastic. Mm. I mean, I haven't read it. I don't. <laughs> yeah, whatever you sent over yeah. anyway. Was thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly confusing. <laughs> Did you read it, Mark? Yeah, I read it. Oh, it was magical. Yeah. No, it's amazing how many, how many comments I got for that. Right. Um, like I thought, I thought, I thought people would be a bit con- confused, but uh, the level to which people would message me about it just completely threw yeah. me. I'm just like completely not, not getting that it may have been a little bit of a, a, a joke. A joke. <laughs> if I may break that. If I didn't know well. you, like. I don't know. The fact I, I read it and I wasn't surprised. Yeah, I, was, <laughs> I wasn't surprised. I would have been more surprised if you just actually did a normal bio. <laughs> I get that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe, uh, I mean, it got people yeah. talking, man. Like maybe yeah. that's the, the new approach. Yeah. Do you want to read it Fake to us, bios. James? Oh, we got, well, do you want me to read it? Yep, that's it. Got, that's the one. Just zoom out a little bit. I can't quite. No, no, Brad, you're not allowed to look at the TV. Oh, I'm not allowed. Yeah, I've got told off before. I'll, I'll read it out for yeah, you. Yeah, go on, James. You read it. A monumental innovator, icon, and maverick. Vocalist, keyboard, and piano player, James Davis, Davis, sorry, has helped define the like course of popular music <laughs> culture in the 21st century, bridging the gap between bebop, synth pop, folk, and fusion. Throughout his now 14 year career, Davis. 14 years. <laughs> that was 10, yeah. Wow. Has played the keys in a lyrical, introspective style often employing his voice to make the sound more personal and intimate. It was a mm. style that, mm. along with his brooding p- stage persona, <laughs> earned him the nickname Prince of Darkness. <laughs> <laughs> Did anyone Google Prince of Darkness? Well, I always thought Ozzy Osbourne yeah. was the real Prince of Darkness. So y- are, you, are you taking his claim then, James? No, no, no I was taking Miles Davis's <laughs> claim. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, just it's pretty much word for word copied of uh, Miles Davis on Spotify. But th- I feel like it's it works. Like, yeah. you know, if it works, it, it works. works As you said, anyone that knows me knows that doing that probably describes more about me than actually writing my own exactly yeah. pile of dribble. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> lyrical dribbling presence of brooding satisfactory. <laughs> dark good looks. Dashing. <laughs> that was great, man. I really enjoyed it. it was it made me giggle. Made me giggle. Oh, good. Yeah. That's <laughs> all I aim to do. <laughs> <laughs> so, right, so this is your debut. Your debut, man. Um, the big brick. <laughs> <laughs> so much exposure going on here, mate. Um, so, have you got any plans at all in terms of, like, anything you're going to do this year? Well, 
I really enjoyed it. So okay, I that's figured good. I might um, do more. Oh, right. no way. <laughs> uh, really? That won't be the end, I think. Okay, cool. Uh, I'll definitely try harder um, <laughs> okay. and, uh, and say it through. Um, if not, I'm, ju- I'm just happy to write songs. And if people want to listen to them, then um, yeah. I will gladly make it easy to listen to them because nice. I really like doing it. Yeah, man. Is it um have you like co-written or like had anyone else's input on this stuff? Um well I um I send it I send it around just like help. Um if I've kind of written uh, if I've entered a a blind spot sort of. Yeah. Um um Yeah, just the musicians I play with, I'd send it to them. Then I've got a few um Non-musical friends whose input are actually more important. Muggles, I call them. Um, <laughs> uh, much of their, di- much of their distaste, um, and uh, they're kind of just like, "That was weird. Don't do that." And I'm just like, "That's brilliant." But apart from that, mainly just so. Well, when it's when it comes from the point of kind of a th- therapeutic thing for me to do, I don't really mind so much the songwriting aspect of. It. I just kind of want to get shit from here away mm-hmm. sort of yeah um is it always on the keyboard as well no um i wrote majority of it on piano some of it i wrote too much on piano mm. um and um i don't really know how to say it without sounding sort of like I'd, I'd, i can never word it without it sounding arrogant but i'm sort of too good at piano if that makes sense like, yeah, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not meaning like i'm a yeah like no, an absolute icon <laughs> uh, in the in, in playing piano i, I just yeah. i just know that I'm, I'm quite good but like i'm not like, the best in the f- in any sort of sense but the fact that i'm i'm good enough to kind of have too many patterns that i yeah. fall into mm-hmm. um so mm-hmm. that i can very quickly just blank out or put too much effort into it so yeah, i've pretty man. much just written a piano part so i don't really like writing on piano so that's why yeah. i kind of started learning guitar um, because I can't play guitar at all, yeah. mm-hmm. really. So I don't know how to do anything. Yeah, so therefore, yeah. I'm only using my ears to sort of just see if it sounds good rather yeah. than just yeah. like... <laughs> do you find it they actually like... Because I've had the exact opposite thing that like playing piano over lockdown. Um, but it's probably helped my guitar playing because mm. actually like you get so bogged down in learning the instrument as an instrument, like the what's like the roadmap of it, whatever. But um, yeah, but going on to a new instrument and you don't have anything like that then you just follow in the sound aren't you so do you find yeah. like going back to piano is a little bit fresher once you've been playing guitar yeah it was like when you if you go on holiday when, when you when you're younger and you've been like playing loads of uh, your instrument and then then you come back it's like a three-week holiday or something yeah um, and then you come back and you just kind of like sit down and play a tune like whoa <laughs> all right oh my, oh my goodness i'm good yeah. So I'd, I've had that, but more of an adult version of that. Yeah. You kind of sit down, and then you're more you're just employing your ears more than your hands. Yeah. Which I, I like. Um, yeah. Which is what I, did. I didn't play piano for about three months from November, December, and January. Right. And because I was in Ireland, and then I came back, and then just sat down in my piano living room, and that was the first time I really had properly played it, and mm-hmm. um, it was great. Like, yeah. Not much else to say. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's awesome. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah man. It's, it's. I think it's super important to have that space especially when you spend so much like a lot of your time on one thing you can just like fucking mm. just lose the, yeah. the magic it's weird when that same thing you're saying like when you can play so many things it's like well now i don't know what to play <laughs> like, <laughs> where am i gonna go yeah. from here it's well uh, th- another good uh, thing that I, li- I like i like just dicking around on loads of different instruments mainly because i've just come into possession of loads of 
silly instruments. I feel like I'm quite similar to my granda in that sense that I sort <laughs> of just would buy things because because I want it and I I want the, like I have a, a weak ambition to learn the harmonium. Um, then I buy a harmonium within a week, just like well that was a that was a weird idea. Um, <laughs> I, I have that now. And I don't play it for three months, but that yeah. that's kind of a, that's a, a a rare one because it's it's one of my favorite instruments I own. But like um, every time I go visit my my grandparents, my mm. grand is just showing me the the the, the shit he's collected. <laughs> and he's just like, so I've got this piano accordion. If you if I could never get anything out of it, if you mm. you want it. So does it so. what? So your granddad does he like? Does he buy like instruments? What sort of shit is he buying? He's uh, he's a. I'd say he's a, I I think he was he's a really good pianist. He was just never taught right. piano. He could just do it. It's okay. one of them one of them mystical beings mm. uh, okay. that I don't think I'll ever understand. I think if he had piano lessons, he would be like a very, very good musician. Right. Um, Interesting. But yeah, you can just listen to a song and play it. Um, so he then just bought loads of instruments, like an auto harp, which is now it's in my possession. What's an auto? It's harp? a. Uh, it's like a little harp. Like it sits here. It's like a um, little square. I'm just gonna paint, paint a picture yeah, for you. Kind of curves up like that. It's got strings, all mm. chromatic, mm-hmm. and then it's got buttons that um, refer to different chords. You just play them and strum it, and it just strums the chord. And then you can like nice. pluck down the cord like that and play. Can we pull up it. an auto harp? Mm-hmm. I'd like to have a uh, these very, two very important stuff. These two are busy eating apparently. Too busy to entertain us. Did you get a McDonald's? No, they got some sort of. <laughs> they got pizza or something. How's pizza? How's pizza? Shout out to How's Pizza. Great pizza. Mm, great pizza. Great pizza. Um. So in your like live performance, you were. I don't know what they're mm. called, James. So you had the blue... Bloopy. Bloopy. My bloopy bloop, yeah. And that's like a sampler, is it's it? A c- it's a... Uh, oh, how how in-depth do you want me to go? Right, All the way. make it go... I mean, because some people at home don't know. So go like layman's terms, like what kind of... W- what it is and what it does. She bleeps and she bloops. <laughs> 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 um, it's basically a computer, like a little computer that right. um, um, people around the world have developed patches for so you can... Make it into like a little sequencer that goes doot, 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 mm. um, or or something more <laughs> interesting, or you can make it into a drum machine, or you can make just have it as a synth or a sampler. So I uh, sampled all of these weird instruments that I that I've collected, like an ocarina. Right. Um, I think yeah, it was an ocarina that I was using, um, and um, and uh, you can just turn it into a keyboard pretty much, and then do uh, anything with it. Uh, but uh, you can sort of if you want to be all intricate you can um plug it into a monitor um with a keyboard and a mouse and make your own patches right. um but i haven't delved into that world yet i just need another pandemic and then i'll, <laughs> I'll spend, I'll spend <laughs> yeah, that year and then I'll, I'll learn how to code yeah. <laughs> and then you Jeez. had your your little tape recorder <laughs> i did have like a set player yeah, yeah. how have you been using that in terms of have you been using that whilst you've been recording actual stuff as well yeah um i'd record most of my demos on that now because I just really really like the sound of it um and um yeah the two videos I uploaded to Instagram I just recorded uh guitar and singing just on the except player and did nothing else to it just because mm. and I just think it's perfect I absolutely mm. love the sound of it yeah, yeah. um but uh it's really <laughs> nice <laughs> <laughs> so very so very so clear so <laughs> uh, um go on uh Oh, I've lost my train of thought oh, now. Sorry. It's fine. Oh no, I remember. Uh, it's really, I really like recording instruments with, and then I can turn that into a keyboard as well. Right. Turning everything nice. into keyboards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been there's been a lot of late nights. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> cool, man. Sad, lonely nights. <laughs> 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 
but also kind of awesome at the yeah, same time. Yeah, mm. yeah. Like we bought, well, you say we bought, you bought that little orange guitar yeah. amp. It, it's more of a, it's more of a we. <laughs> it's a collective. It's, yeah, thing. it's the houses. Do you know like, the little oh, like, three watt? Like, more like a Nintendo Wii. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean. Another pandemic. Who knows, <laughs> Who knows what happened? Knows what what happened. a waste. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go outside. Yeah, no. Uh, no, we plugged this little orange amp into the keyboard upstairs and just had a blast, didn't we? Just like so created, fun. yeah. I don't know if they ever tried it. Maybe for the next single. Hmm. Um, yeah, just like crank that son of a bitch right up to like 11. Mm. And <laughs> yeah, put, put it on like the worst string patch. Go sounds horrible. <laughs> no, it's, it's no, great. Honestly, it sounds fucking wild. Yeah, man. you just get like crazy cool. feedback. It sounds like a really weird, like early electric guitar or something. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. Yeah, no, that would very much interest me, I think. Yeah, it would. But, um, it would. As for anyone else watching, I don't think that will interest them even slightly. No. No. But uh, we, we, we can go further <laughs> if you want. It's not about them, it's about me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, mm-hmm. I've just got a little request for you, okay. if you would allow me. Mm-hmm. Um, would you just take your jumper off? Please? I was about no. to ask. No. Why would what? I do that? Well, I mean, you just look really hot. I just think well, maybe I'll you should set, settle a bit. You should for take us. that jumper off. <laughs> um, what? What do? Well, what do you think? Jump, what are you going to do for me? Um, I'll tell you what. If if next time you need a beer. I'll go up and grab you a little okay. bit. Okay, that seems pretty. Alright. I don't know why. I'm gonna I'm gonna just I'm just I'm just gonna go on to James's face just right, for, okay. for like a grand reveal, I'm, you know. I'm check, checking my, my, my messages for a sec. Yeah, sorry. Just vibrating. I'm checking on your phone. Yeah, I was getting loads of it's messages. It's a podcast. Yeah. Reviews are in. <laughs> so what what's the problem with what Matt's wearing right now? I don't really <laughs> understand. Hang on. Should we should we wait for should we well, I don't know. I, I, mean, just, I don't see what the problem. <laughs> 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 There's only one other person at this table with merch on who's not revealing right now. We're not going to get James to get his bloody vest. <laughs> it's it's very see-through. It I can give you. <laughs> I can give you well. a, it, the the important bit is at the. It's underneath the t-shirt as uh, well. Yeah. Maybe later we'll get yeah, a little bit more off. Lucy. <laughs> this wasn't planned, by the way. No. I just walked upstairs and learned the whole. <laughs> Yeah. It's unacceptable. <laughs> I can't, to be honest, I'm a bit shocked that this is now going to be like on yeah. on the internet with yeah. the, with this. Yeah. But you know what? <laughs> I don't care. Fuck it. I love Michael Bolton. <laughs> and Matt likes him as um, well. So why? Why? Yes. I don't know, James. <laughs> Do you know? Well, we went to Blackpool <laughs> to watch him. Oh, uh, that's a sentence. Fucking <laughs> hell. Right. I thought like we, we talked about it before, so I'll keep it brief. Sure. Um, we went to Blackpool to watch him, me, Matt, and Freddie, the Alex. Mo- and Alex as well. Sorry. Um, and most of the audience, we were the youngest people there by like thirty years, by uh, easily, mm-hmm. just a sea of like <laughs> forty to fifty year old women, and then three, four, uh, four of us guys, and then we got really pissed, and we bought the t-shirts. <laughs> We had a great time. And then you wore them again the day so you could tell the story again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. It's a talking piece. Sure, James. sure. Man, sure. if you were there, sure. you would have done the same you thing. You would have loved it, man. Okay. <laughs> I, think, I think it was an experience, wasn't yeah. it? I would say, is Michael Bolton the guilty pleasure? But I'm gen- I'm thinking, no, oh, you, oh, you look offended there. No, it, it, well, it is, but I'm not really guilty about it. Okay. So I guess it's just a pleasure. Yeah, it's never a, be guilty about what you like. It's a pleasure and a privilege. Let me tell you. Good answer. Michael Bolton <laughs> is the one. Have you got a guilty pleasure, James? You must. Oh, my life's riddled with guilt. <laughs> <laughs> um, a guilty pleasure. Um, oh, that's a good question. Mm. I feel like, yes, definitely. But, I um, think of it right now. 
I'll leave it with me. I don't yeah, want to no, 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 sit that's, in silence. That's fine. It will come to me. Yeah. Is it, I'm, I'm sure it won't be as bad as Michael Bolton, to be honest. No. <laughs> 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 no. But I did I did see Dragon Force live. Did oh, you? Yes. No. What was that like? I'm sure that was... Well, yeah. it was... Uh, it's a it's a it's a good it's not a good story. It's a story though. Uh, my f- it was in high school, um, mm. and um, my friend Connor, um, um, he uh, he was with he was with his girlfriend um, Beth, I think. She, yeah, Beth uh, right. at the time, and um, <laughs> they they broke up, right. um, and uh, we were all just like, oh god, that's a shame. And um, Connor was just like, oh James, I had these two tickets to. To Dragon Force, that uh, I think Beth was going to go with me. I don't know if you, if you want to go. Now it's just like, yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> that would be great. Um, so, uh, oh but I was just like, yeah, no, I'll go as, as a mate. It'll be it'll be fun. It'll be fun. There's, yeah. a, there's like there's a couple of bands that should be should be fine. And it was in the Mandela Hall in Belfast, which is uh, now now gone. Sadly, it was a really good venue. It's like oh. capacity of like 200 people. Okay. I've seen some great gigs there. Um, this is not one of them. Um, <laughs> and, um, I had a lovely night though, Connor. Um, <laughs> uh, he, he's not watching. Um, but uh, we were um, we were um, <laughs> so we went, to the, we went to this gig um, and there were two support bands. One was called The Defiled. Um, nice. Not to be mixed up with Defiled um, oh, right. who are kind of Known the defiled were um shit. <laughs> uh, they uh they just came out wearing their Texas chainsaw massacre right. things and made this noise <laughs> for a while, um, which made my chest do that a lot. Yeah, nice. Um, they got booed off. Um, and then another band called Ailstorm, Il- yeah, Ailstorm, oh, yeah. not I'm to be mixed up with Hailstorm. Oh, no, oh, really? also not to be mixed up with Ailstorm. <laughs> it's Wait, Ailstorm, no. not that one. <laughs> Oh jeez! How's it spelled? Uh, I don't care. I don't <laughs> <laughs> um, they had not one, but they had two guitar players. Um, they were dressed as pirates. Um, okay, right. They they uh, did played songs about badgers, um, mm. and um, wow. badgers and masturbating. I think was the two primary themes of, mm. of this band. Sounds like a wild gig. Um, yeah, the the guitarist looked like Gimli. Which I loved. Awesome. Um, right. That I do remember. Yeah. Um, they didn't get booed off, so fair play to them. Um, then Dragon Force came on, and it oh, it was long. Um, <laughs> they did. It's not the original lineup. Not that I care. <laughs> um, um, and uh, I was having a lovely night with, with Connor. Yeah, um, I'm sure you yeah, were. Yeah, yes, it was, it was, it was, it was nice. Um, the, the drummer was doing double kicks, but he was mm-hmm. doing the cheating version. I don't, I don't know, I What's don't know what the, the cheating the, the trigger, was. right? Yeah, trigger. Yeah. Um, uh, so right. it was just a very consistent. Mm. Once again, going through my lungs, mm. I can still feel it to this day. <laughs> um, and they played for, I think they're still playing. That's how long it was. Uh, fucking <laughs> weeks. Um, I don't, ev- I don't even think they played through the fire and flames. What um, seriously? Yeah, like, I don't think they even the played. The reason I you're just, there. Yeah, the yeah, only, the, the only snapshot there. in my memory of this gig is the guitarist just at the front, just like. Do all that, mm. whipping the guitar around his shoulders, doing all these tricks, like spinning it around. It's quite impressive, but I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, we called it and I was just like, 
bed bedtime, I think. Um, and then um, the next week, Beth got back together with Connor. Oh, right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you went and, through uh, that for nothing. And, uh, yeah, but I still haven't <laughs> forgiven her. Well, you got a story out of it, mate. Mm-hmm. So That's true. It could be worse. What yeah. did Connor think of it? Love, I don't know. Probably, I think he liked it, yeah. He, he, li- he likes his metal. Um, whether or not he still likes Dragon Force, I'll, I don't know. Are you? Uh, do you like metal? Are you, is that your? Scene? I used to really like metal uh, in okay. in high school. What um, kind of what kind of bands are we talking? Go on, there's some guilty pleasures. Be honest. <laughs> I own about six Dream Theater CDs. Okay, yeah, um, I can see that. Yeah, mm. I just need to say just. Just as a disclaimer, I think at the minute di- Dream Theater are diabolical. Um, okay. I don't like anything about them. Okay. Um, okay. And I don't honestly understand what what what, what I happened. what I, what why I did like it. I think I just was like, oh, fast, um, <laughs> and just like, oh my god, a keyboard player, whoa, wicked. Wow. Um, and uh, yeah, just, he had his wee beard and everything. Mm. Um, I think I still follow the keyboard player Jordan Rudez on, on Instagram. He's, he's um, like he is. Well, I don't want to say he's good. He's like insane. He's fast. Yeah, he's he's fast. <laughs> he's yeah, really your fast. eyes really love that. Yeah, yeah. Ah, Boy, yeah. is he fast. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. But um, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, again. Um, so yeah, I own I own six of their albums. One of the albums I can recite every lyric of it. Um, I won't. Okay, don't. Um, yeah, don't <laughs> until the second half. Yeah, uh, until, yeah. <laughs> couple more of these. Uh, we'll wrap we'll out the port, have some cheese, and the I'll recite whole the count. Second half uh, yeah. is a dream theater. Then recital. I'll recite the Count of Tuscany to you by Dream Theater. That'll be fun. All eighteen minutes of it. Um, I like Stone Sour. Um, uh, yeah, uh, come on, man. That bother, good. Bother was a tune. Yeah. Everyone knows it. Yeah. Buggers, Bob. Okay. Uh, Perfect Circle. I did. I is do that? think they're good. That's the the guy from Tool. Right. But um, <laughs> the the singer. Uh, he he's well, has a di- in a different band called Perfect Circle. They had two good albums and a third shite one. Fair. Um, nice. Tool are good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't yeah. want to listen to Tool now, but I accept they're good. Mm-hmm. Um, I listened to a bit of Meshuga, 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 yes. and Mastodon. Nice. Um. So these bands, if a tune came on now, would would you st- there'd still be a part of you that enjoyed it, or, or is it just like no? What I'd the leave the room it? probably. Seriously. Uh oh, d- d- which which band? Well, okay. Well, tr- Dream Theater. No, I wouldn't. I, would, I don't think I could tolerate <laughs> Dream Theater. No, so I there's still a little bit too much PTSD. I think. Mm. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so. Is your are you from like a musical family? Then I mean, obviously, it sounds like your granddad's a bit, a bit musical. Um, I don't. I just, mm, I'm the I'm the only one that kind of followed through with music. My sister plays guitar and she plays flute. Um, okay. um she loves the flute. Nice. Um, and my brother was a really good drummer. I, I don't, my brother hasn't played drums in years. I'd love him to play drums. Mm. Um, but there's just not really any place he can do that because because drums. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. But he was really good. My parents aren't musical, mm. despite oh. what they may say. Um, and no grandparents were. I think my great-granny on my m- mother's side, as in my granddad's mum, was similar to my granddad, that she could kind of just twiddle away at things. Um, harmonica, mainly. Right, um, yeah, I yeah. do have vivid memories of her just being like, it's easy. <laughs> it's not the sound of a harmonica. <laughs> <but> you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, did it? But no, she would just rip a wee scale on the right. harmonica and then um, give it to us as presents. Um, 
Actually, no, she, I don't think she ever gave us a... No, she did give us a harmonica for a present once. She would mainly just shower my sister with loads of jewellery as a present right. and then just kind of look at me and my brother and sigh and then go into the kitchen and just come back with, like, piping from the sink and just be like, you could probably put fairy liquid in this and blow bubbles or something. <laughs> give it to us. It's just like, cool. <laughs> Until next time. I was a fun with that, mate. I was a yeah. fun. Um, so you're not... Because I know, like, some... Irish families are like everyone has to be able to like do a bit or like do you know what I mean? Like, and the kind of, I don't know if you want. It's a stereotype. I'm I might, might this, maybe this, I am, but I know like a lot of Irish thing, isn't it? families mm-hmm. that I've met have done that. But I don't know if that's mm. specific to more different. I don't. Th- I feel like I think my family have a little bit. Of, um, I don't know if they feel it as much as I do, but there's a bit of imposter syndrome with them. Okay. Ireland that we're not really. Um, we're not really very Irish. <laughs> My mum's from Durham. Oh, <laughs> right, okay. uh, my dad's from Carriedoff, which is Irish, but uh, it's not a lot of um, kind of Irish this. heritage to be passed on, really, okay. apart from no, just the, the, the banter. <laughs> yeah. The great crack. So did you, did you get into music, like, well, did you just, like, pick it up, like, from doing it at school, or did you have someone that pushed um, you to do it? Or? I saw my friend um, Garth, in primary school, play piano. Okay. And I was just like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> so I had a couple of lessons. It was just, uh, more than a couple, I did some lessons. Um, uh-huh. I remember my first lesson where um, it was it was uh, like a family friend, uh, this, this sister um, of my piano teacher taught my sister flute. Um, and right. then Hannah, my piano teacher, taught me piano, but she was just trying to pay her way through uni um, by giving piano lessons. She, she, she gave me a few lessons and... Um, I was a sarcastic prick, even from the age of six. (laughs) (laughs) Or six, seven, eight, and nine, and ten. Um, (laughs) I don't know when the sarcasm developed. Um, And um, she she taught me for a bit, and then I was just like, oh, it's really dull, this. I hate it. Uh, I want to do something cool. So I picked up saxophone. Uh, in high school okay. and I just kind of ditched piano for a bit like I did I did like grade 2 piano right. and I was just like oh it's so hard um, and then moved on to saxophone just was doing jazz with um, my saxophone teacher who was um, to this day the, the coolest man I've ever met um, Mr. Makatazny nice. um, Mr. Makatazny wow what a name yeah, Jerry Makatazny nice um, mm. he would uh, he was he was a he was a jazz cat of ever I saw one. Yeah. Uh, it, it, so he t- he um, got me into jazz, um, and it was kind of through that that I kind of I sat down and um, I would I would love this to end with um, so I got into jazz piano, but it doesn't. It goes a slightly different route oh, where um, I heard Ludovico Inaudi. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, wait, hang on, who's this? Yeah. He's he? a he's a, <laughs> he describes himself as minimalist. He's kind of like I can only describe him as a really shit Oliver Arnold's. Okay. Yeah. Okay, um, right. He just he just writes like the most basic, pretty piano music. Um, he has a few famous ones, but it's not good. It's just like kind of four chords. Mm. But the one thing I will credit to him is it's really good to get into piano. When I did teach piano, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I did I did try and get some students to learn to learn his stuff because it's kind of a nice gateway. Okay. I stopped doing that because it meant I had to listen to beginner pianists try and play Ludovico Nardi, who's when played correctly, I don't want to hear it. So <laughs> hearing a, hearing a uh, child of Play the age it. of five play it is not, not in my head. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, so I, I got into him and got um, quite good at piano. So then I picked up piano again. Mm. Um, 
I was still kind of getting piano lessons from Hannah at this point, I think, but just was not interested. But then I did that, and that kind of moved into me wanting to learn my favourite songs on piano. Oh. And I had, mm. have like a piano rendition of Stairway to Heaven ingrained in my head. <laughs> uh, I've got a nice. Pirates of the Caribbean medley because nice. uh, I really like films. Not that that's the cornerstone of films, but, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, as, as oh, we, we know go. very well. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, a lot, a lot. I played Jurassic Park. That is the cornerstone of films. Mm, that really? is the best film ever made. Um, oh. <laughs> and uh, and uh, let's not get into Jurassic Park. I could, I could literally talk for three hours about just facts about Jurassic Park. What? what right. Um, I think we'll have to go on to this just for. All right, a yeah, we could, di- we could ditch uh, let's, my let's past. Di- yeah, let's ditch <laughs> it. <laughs> let's go on to it, man. I mean, let's see. What? So you got onto the piano. Sure. You got back into it, and then was that kind of the clear? And I went back to Hannah, come? and um, she was like, "I think you do good for me to teach you." So I went to back to school and uh, well, got well, a teacher uh, there and he taught me i can't remember what your question was am i just uh, talking that <laughs> i mean you are just talking yeah yeah i think i am <laughs> just sort you, of I, was, I was asking you just about like what how you got into music because obviously your family oh, worked directly right. but yeah sure. you've kind of you've sure. aligned yeah. that now let's get back to the real topic of uh, question jurassic, jurassic park. park jurassic park question mark. so when did you first see jurassic park uh young Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, once again, Matt, I don't have the date bookmarked. <laughs> my initial thoughts was <laughs> dinosaurs. Yes, yeah. Nice. Um, I would like. I would re. I would watch it in like you know E four. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah I'd yeah, watch yeah. in that. Then I'd like when it finished, I'd be like, cool. Go okay. on to the TV guide, see E four plus one, be like, cool. <laughs> Instant click. Rewatch Jurassic Park. And uh, why do you love it so much? Have you seen it? Well, obviously it's amazing, man. We all know that, but okay. but yeah. what is, what is it like specifically? The, the practical about effects, it? the breathtaking storyline, Jeff Goldblum, Goldblum for God's yeah. sake. Yep, well, pretty pretty, yeah, mu- it was pretty like, much. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> I cannot well I, I cannot flaw that film apart from scientifically, but I'm not that guy. No, um, there are no. dinosaurs being resurrected for goodness' sake. It's mm-hmm. it's a great film. But it was like it was made in like eighty nine. It looks great, man. And yeah, and it still amazing. looks good. Yeah, and it's still better than Jurassic World. And that's I new. was going to ask you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I do have a Jurassic World T-shirt. Do you? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. There's Most wait, and there's a Jurassic Park T-shirt. There's two oh, new okay. Jurassic Worlds, <laughs> isn't it? Am I right in thinking that? There's two Jurassic Worlds. Yeah. yeah. There's the one that I liked. It was fueled in nostalgia purely, where I was just like, dinosaur. It felt like a kid again in the cinema. And Chris Pratt's a very attractive man to oh, look at. Gorgeous, and, yeah. um, blue awesome. shirt and everything. Fuck <laughs> it. Stop. <laughs> um, then the second one was dinosaur politics. Who the fuck oh, wants yeah. to see that? Oh, we want to yeah. see the same formula yeah. of they try to do a park and the dinosaurs fuck shit up and yeah. eat all. Can, am I allowed to swear on this? By the yeah, way, yeah, oh, honestly, go <laughs> for it. It's <laughs> <laughs> a bit like uh, that. There's been <laughs> loads of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Dinosaurs fuck shit up. I want to see. I want to see them eat the people. Um, yeah. And then the people always get away, but which is fine. But I think we always root for the dinosaurs. Man, so we. Don't get me wrong, Jurassic Park is a great film, but it didn't, you know, it's only because we're different people, and there's nothing wrong with being different people. Um, why were you like interested in dinosaurs as like as a kid or something? What what's like? I it's a great film. Although James is really staring me down here, it's a great <laughs> film. Okay, thank God for this. I just like you know, it's it's not my personal favorite. I'm just wondering, is there a particular thing that is like drawing you towards it? Because like. 
Do you know what I mean, Matt? I mean, or is yeah, am I just on no, my own I here? Know, I am I just on my own? I would, I would well, struggle what? to say it's the greatest film ever made. <laughs> I really <laughs> would. <laughs> it, it, it was, it was a comment. Quite a thing to say. Um, it was powerful. Yeah. <laughs> well, put it this way: what's what's your favourite film? Um, off the top of my head, like, uh, it's like, don't say Avatar. <laughs> I've never seen Avatar, so I can't say that. Um, Wayne's World. I love Wayne's World. Wayne's World. Uh, Wayne's okay, World good. That's Wayne's a very World good too. example. Why mm. do you Why do you like Wayne's World so much? I love the like the simplistic comedic style. Like it's just like anyone can get it. Um, Mike Myers is a fucking genius. I think mm. the yeah, it's just puns all the way through. <laughs> it's just like every every single sentence is like leading towards a joke. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's just like really well written. I don't know, and then it's got a bit of a nostalgia, like kind of early late eighties, nineties kind of vibe. I don't know. When did I you first it. see it? Ooh, uh, like in my teens, like when I was like thirteen, fourteen, and then I've I've watched it so many times. Sure. So is it like one of those films you could just watch? I've got it on DVD, both of yeah, them yeah. on DVD upstairs. So you know. Cool. Well, I don't know if it's the same for you, but for me, Jurassic Park is just. It's. Oh my god, I'm quite emotional here. <laughs> I, do, I do. I do. I do. Excuse myself. Um, there's a lot of a nostalgia riding in Jurassic Park with me, so okay. I could, it's a film I could watch endlessly on repeat, and every single time I see it, it's like the first time I've ever seen it when I was a kid. That's awesome. Just like this mystical idea that I could go to a park about <laughs> dinosaurs, <laughs> and um, yeah. just, just a great film. It's, it's pretty much just a childhood film, right, and there's yeah. not many childhood films that kind of make it into your, into your adulthood and still ha- ha- remain to have the same effect. That's, um, that's true, actually. And then once that you strip away the personal aspect of it, it's still just a great film. It's such a bullet, pr- and I've read the book, and the book is great as well. It's different, but it's also uh, good. Um, okay. And um, just the story, it's great. Okay. And the yeah. author was a scientist as well, so like he has little formulas like to kind of help back, back guide, it the, yeah, back <laughs> it up. So it's like, stop. <laughs> really pushing it. Like, yeah. 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 That's yeah. great. Yeah. But have you got a film like that? Like, like a nostalgia a, film. It's like a go, yeah, I like s- you, you can hammer it any old day long. You so know? for my sense of humour, um, the you know when you when you're younger and you start off like I don't know when you're really young, um it's like Simpsons and shit, it's funny. But then you get like the sarcasm thing, which I imagine you got a lot younger than most people, James. No, it's a compliment. I mean like the naked gun films and <laughs> Aeroplane were like that but that was when mm. I realised there's this whole new world of humour ahead of me. Because I my dad showed me those when I was like ten or something and I was already like, That's pretty <laughs> Yeah. Um yeah, that for comedy. Like Monty Python, Life of Brian as well. Same kind of thing. Just like noticing like, oh, like there's this whole dark place you can take humour. Yeah. Um, recently, the the film Her is just beautiful. We've talked about that a lot though. That's just an awesome film. That, that's Joaquin probably my favourite film I've yeah. seen to date. Yeah. Cool. That was very different to the other Let's yeah. Hope you've yeah, just Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah this is variety, man. It's, it's not all about dinosaurs. throwing them up, man. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't have to be about dinosaurs. <laughs> Her was a film that um, kept being recommended to me, and I was like, "Oh, I know I'll love it," but it just—it's never the thing I wanted to see. Mm. Um, and then I did eventually watch it after maybe like years of being recommended it, and eventually I was just like, "Fucking fine." And I watched it, and I was like, "Yes, that was brilliant." <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Great. you win. Yeah, yeah. yeah, win. yeah you man. win, yeah, win. <laughs> <laughs> there is something to be said about all those like naked gun and all that sort. Of thing because like, a lot of american comedy is i don't find it funny do you know mm. what i mean but i yeah. think that's like a slice mm. of american comedy gold that era of stuff where it's just like 
Yeah. <laughs> Morto Bene, allora. Leslie Nielsen, guy's a genius, isn't he? Have you seen those films? Which ones? The, the, like, the Naked Gun films. I've seen Nick, the, the Naked first Gun, one. Yeah. yeah. I think they're all pretty good, which is rare for a, a thing like that. I remember watching The Naked Gun when I, when I was a little adolescent um, with my immature humour. And I still found it too immature to enjoy. Really? But it's weird because those type of films, I think you do appreciate the older you get. Just yeah, like, I think oh, so. That's yeah, yeah. stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Um, that's one where he tries to kick the door down and his foot goes through the door. Yeah. yeah all that oh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is that the same bit where yeah. he gets his ass uh, kicked mm. as well? Uh, is it, what's it called? It's the same later on. Uh, wait, uh, which act, dude? The actor. Oh, well, fuck. He's a golfer, dude, isn't he? Golfer? Oh, jeez. Oh, I'm completely the blanking. OJ there. Simpson's... Yeah, OJ... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's not a golfer. He's not a golfer. He's, he's Why a bad man. Sorry, man. Yeah. <laughs> but that scene where he gets his ass kicked... Yeah, 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 yeah. My God, yeah, I was yeah. in stitches at that. I know. That's like really early on as well, isn't it? Yeah. It's comedy gold, man. It's comedy <laughs> gold. Um, you know what? <sighs> Fuck it. We're going to go for some, for some music. Because why not? We've only been talking five minutes. Uh, oh yeah of course <laughs> let's do that and then we'll have some music um, so we're doing a collaboration with the wonderful Foodition's Daily who are a Instagram food company um, at the moment we are running so every time we have a podcast they're going to be doing a different baked treat uh, recommended by the artist so James you recommended Biscoff brownies mm. eventually <laughs> didn't you um, which is going to be awesome so yeah but there's a little trailer that we, we did for those guys. Um, so, yeah, this week is Biscoff Brownies. Uh, James, what flavours have we got for next week? Oh, me. Yeah, go on, I darling. Worried, though, I thought yeah. you forgot my code name. Oh, sorry, Demetrius. Thank on. you. <laughs> Thank you. So, next week, we have Easter Blondies. What? Pause for Oh, J- James can't see the picture, but yeah, they look okay. awesome. Do you want to des- they, they do look awesome. Do you want so to describe like what they look like for the audio people that are listening? Although they're probably I too just, late. I only see eggs. Yeah, I don't really <laughs> know. It looks like layers of sugar covered in chocolatey sugar mm. with chocolate covered in sugar on top. <laughs> so. Yeah, that sounds awesome, man. So, yeah, James, go awesome. on. Give us the lowdown, the cuss, all that. Great, yeah. Give it to the people. So, you can have them with mini eggs or... With mini eggs and a cream egg. Is that, is that meant to be that? Mini eggs and a cream egg. Well, that's, that's overkill. We'll go for it, man. Sam and Gaz. You're treating us. Yeah, I know. Yeah, fucking blinding. So those are both £1 each. Okay. £1 each. £1 each. Or an offer for £3.50 for four pieces. Ooh. And that would be two of each kind. Um, how to order? You can DM <laughs> or email at Fiditions Daily or Fiditions at gmail.com by Tuesday, the 30th of March, <laughs> midnight. Is everyone okay on studio? Yeah, sorry. What the fuck says? Do I not get one? You will get one. All right. Sorry. sorry. George was making Excuse my laugh. premature yeah. ejaculation. <laughs> fin- fin- finish the. the finish. Do you want me to mute you? Come <laughs> <laughs> on. Plug, um, give us that sweet plug. Collection is by is on the thirty first of March from the M sixteen eight LW area. It's or fifty percent, fifty percent, fifty pence for deliveries within a five mile radius from M sixteen. You have to spend three pounds minimum. There are vegan options available. Now, we didn't actually find out from Sam and Gaz last week, but they are running a competition to win free treats for the f- for next week. Oh, yeah. If you 
post an Instagram story of yourself enjoying Easter. Uh, it's not Easter blondies. It's the Biscoff brownies. Biscoff brownie, yeah, yeah. If you post a picture of you eating and enjoying, <laughs> hopefully enjoying <laughs> the Biscoff brownies, <laughs> uh, tagging at Foodations Daily or Foodations Daily, and at Rec Rooms, uh, then you could win a free treat for next week. Cool. I mean, James is doing it right now as we speak, apparently. Because he wants a free treat. Should we get a close up? Yeah, that's. Oh yeah. All right. What did you? What did you think? Stunning. James, give us a sexy look into the camera while you. Oh, a little wink. Sexy. Wow. Sexy, baby. Go on. That is one of the best brownies ever. Whoa. Seriously. Blinding. It's pretty. Try it. It's pretty. It's good. I will have mine. It looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, the people at home, I hope you're enjoying this. But yeah, these guys make really, really good food. So if you want to have some of this wonderful stuff for next week's podcast, get on their Instagram, get the orders in. It's going to be lovely. Um, James, where can people find your, where's your, what's, give me your Instagram or something for where people can find <laughs> your, your, your stuff. Uh, I know you're not. To see me get on with my life. <laughs> you know, you, uh, sometimes yeah. uh, you can, you can, um, you can get. What's my Instagram handle? It's James Davis, James Davis, James Davis, isn't it? It's It's just two. James Davis, James Davis. Right, James Davis, James Davis. There might be an A in there. And okay, you'll find him. You'll You'll find find me. We've tagged him on the posts anyway. (laughs) And whilst you're on Instagram, follow us at Rec Rooms so you can keep up to date with all our new guests and all that. And follow us on YouTube because James's live session is going to be on there on Friday. So, oh, and also. We are running this all on a donation basis, so we don't make any fucking money from this. We do it because, because we love it. Yeah, and it's good fun. Um, so if you're enjoying what you're seeing, um, James is going to put a little, little uh, comment in the old YouTube thing, so you can go to a little PayPal thing if you want to give us a little, little money to help us out. That'd be really, really appreciated. But really, you don't have to if you don't want to. Go on, mum. Go on, James's mum. <laughs> Please. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to the mums. Um, <laughs> right. We're going to have some music from our lovely guest today. James, I really hope you enjoy it. This is a debut performance, I guess, isn't it? Right? Yep. <laughs> James is ecstatic, of mm, course. Um, anything you want to tell people before they watch it? Like, tread lightly. Tread lightly. You heard it here <laughs> first. <laughs> 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 so we'll be back in about 15 minutes um, I really hope you enjoy James's music we're going to be back we're probably going to be talking some more shit we've got some cheese mm. that we're going to crack into I hope James we do indeed yes um, so enjoy James's music and we'll be back in about 15 minutes see you in a bit bye <laughs> hi I'm James Davis and the first song I'm going to play is called The Boy Who Played With Trains Take a leap, but I've never 
As I watch my ceiling, you really try your luck. I could see the family shoulders turn into a point. Still a boy who plays with trains. I tried talking for my sorrows. Here's a brand new wall. Still, I see their point of view. I first have to accept myself. Still, a boy who plays with trains. We hope that you're all right. Usually at this point, I think someone would tune a guitar or something to avoid talking, but um, I can't do that. This thing, uh, <laughs> this thing is permanently out of tune, unless you want to watch me tune it for two weeks. Um, <laughs> this next song is called... Have I named it? I haven't. It's called Dictionary Corner. Um, here you go. Street lights filled with grey. It welcomed me like the forest by my first house. For I came with teeth in hand to ruin the day. And now that you'd be so polite, so. Stop. 
I tired my body just like you said. All of your commandments were gold to trust. There were a few exceptions that belittled you to dust. Faulty rules put to the side I love the shit you talk A room full of the blind But it's not my place to say I hope to watch your back And maybe explain it's just that old gut feeling The devil is almost the turn Overflowing with himself Not that I blame him at all Come sit here with me And I'll show you the colour grey Grab hold of the traffic Pretend that we painted the clouds Your ordinary look peeks through And it never lands on my roof I took this moth-eaten coat Around the time Mr. Hughes died Until you find the reason I never lie Old-fashioned is almost the term I think that I'm extinct Lyrics. I wrote so many. So much to remember. Right. So. I have lots of um, clothes. It's not merch or anything. I just have too many clothes if anyone wants any uh, for, for free. 
That's one of the anecdotes I was talking about that I prepared earlier. Yeah. Um, it's a little anecdote why I figure out how to use this keyboard. I uh, got taught that you have to not try your synth patches between each song because it ruins some sort of illusion, but anyone that's used a keyboard before knows that that's foolish because they don't fucking work. <laughs> I think we're cooking. That's fine. It's fine. It's the anecdotes I prepared. There, yeah, you can't cut it. Yeah. I call it shit. You call it noise. The blackened hills we have mapped. Tell it as it is, wise man. We've almost finished the day's work Still wonder why you touched my arm In a tin can waiting room where we met I had hoped to sail above the countless climbs that tried before me Expected to cry watching my aunt search for work. So much for words, silence liars think is loud. Ashamed of myself, he knows I'll stumble through the park. Oh boy, oh joy, I'm down again. It means that I'll get thinner No one even seems to care About love as much as I do Walking with creative eyes Laughing at my flailing arms Head within your hands I felt quite sad and proud to fascinate you I expected to cry as I opened up the door Felt my heart break should breathe Ashamed of myself I know I'll stumble through the park Can't find any reason I keep 
sick of it all So sick of it all I'm sick of it all Thank you. Well, Brad, they cannot find my things online. Um, but that song was called Oh Boy, Oh Joy, and I recorded it with um, with someone. Uh, his name escapes my mind, but, you know, he, he was here a few weeks ago. Uh, writes, writes, you know, pretty all right music, actually. But, um, yeah, we recorded that, and it sounds really good. So I'll probably release that. In fact, I definitely will release that. You know what? Definitely. Um, that will be online at some point. Probably... March. Uh, later this year? Fuck yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Hello and welcome back to episode 14 of the Kicking Back podcast. You just heard some music from the wonderful James Davis. James, yeah, <laughs> just <laughs> cracking open a beer, man. Did you enjoy playing in our tiny little studio space? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I had a great time. That was good, man. Um, so that was your debut performance. I guess so. Yeah. I yeah. Well, for in front of people, yeah. So is that the first time you've had to like interpret it into a live setup then, or is that kind <laughs> of like? Yeah, that was that was that's not. I wouldn't ever describe that as my standard setup. No, no. Um, I mean, I liked. I mean, like yeah. what you pulled together for it. It was interesting. Yeah, it it, it worked out well. I had a I had a big, faffy month trying to find, just trying to settle on one instrument to play. But uh, just did it. <laughs> the 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 one that I kind of landed on was to bring in a harmonium and the two synths and a guitar. But I was just thinking, per James, <laughs> that's the case. So I sacked off the guitar and kept the complicated bits. <laughs> yeah, no, fair enough, man. It, it sounded great. It was a, a good... Yeah. I like that mix of uh, acoustic instrument sure. kind of... Do you mm. know what I mean? Yeah. It's a, it's, I don't get a lot of opportunity to play it because the harmonium is furiously out of tune. Mm. So it cannot be played with other people. Um, it's like a, it's like a... Well, it doesn't matter the specifics. <laughs> but it's, it's all the fuck out. Um, yeah. But you can tune synths to it, so mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, that. Yeah, no, it sounded, it sounded really cool, man. Mm. Um, how, right? In terms of because you have you recorded, you've already recorded the last tune, haven't you? Oh boy, oh joy, is that right? Yeah. With some guy, <laughs> I can't remember who, who it was. Yeah. Um, how different does the recorded track sound to that? I, 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 obviously, because I have no sort of reference of what the recorded stuff sounds like. Sure. Um, well, has Nathan not sent you that demo as well? No, <laughs> <laughs> no he didn't. No. Um, and, uh, well, uh, the only difference is that it doesn't have harmonium. <laughs> it's uh, got, okay. That was to replace the piano. To play. Um, it's got loads of synths, and it's got uh, it's got the little bass synth in as well, but it also has um, real upright bass as well. It's a little bit. But it's still quite more electronic. Than Who did the upright? It was Mr. Chris Roberts. Ah, yeah. lovely. My favourite floppy fucker. He's great, man. 
He's a, he's a great bass mm. player. Anyone need a bass player? Get Chris Roberts, man. Mm. He's your man. He's your <laughs> man. Saves the bass player, Brad. <laughs> I'm not a bass player, man. Oh, no, I, I wouldn't consider myself to be a bass player anymore. Yeah. Um, well, I've, I've played bass, but it's You've not You've doubled. Mine. I've doubled. <laughs> you have a degree. <laughs> I've got a degree in it, but yeah. Um, there's plenty of other awesome people that are more than capable to do the job. You know? so Chris Roberts. Lo- uh, like Chris Roberts. I was going to ask about um, what the tunes are about, tunes that you performed. I'd, or would you not, <laughs> not want to go into this? Um, I can go vaguely into it, sure. Yeah, cool. um, no, I don't want to give too much away. Um, they're just, I just write them at the different um, point of when I need to. It's just, uh, as I said, it's a therapeutic output. So if there's too many things in my head that are overwhelming, then... Mm. Some of them make up a theme, then I write a song on that, and then um, work till the next bad day. <laughs> <laughs> um, the last one is about counselling. Okay. That's the, the only one I yeah. could be outright about. I yeah. think. Cool, um, man. Is that something you've done for a while? Counselling? No, I've never done counselling. Oh. <laughs> oh. No, I have. Right. Nah, <laughs> I'm being a so dick. Uh, <laughs> Twisting things. Um, I did it for, I had counselling for a good few months. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. It's uh, something I recommend everyone in the world to do. Yeah, yeah. everyone says that. Might, well. be, might be quite a high demand. <laughs> uh, yeah, was that over lockdown as well? Like over last year? Or was it before? Well, I had I had two sessions in person, um, and then a pandemic hit. So the rest right, of them right. were over Microsoft Teams. Woohoo! Um, but you need a full separate therapy fe- uh, session to get through. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's cool. Man. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna. Um, I was like talking to my parents those about it and trying to figure it out and then realizing like basically being like, Oh shit, I'm I'm not um the guy who like offers advice to everyone but is fine. I'm just the guy that just says that because it's the easy thing to like do you know what I mean? Like talking about being like, Okay, like I need counselling and like I need to help myself as much as I care about helping other people and actually take that seriously. And that was a really sure. weird thing to admit. Sure. And I'd um I talked to a couple other guys about it as well. The first thing of I've been like, hang on, I keep like I'm offering everyone advice and like what they need to do to like, um, you know, like get on with their life and they're like, oh shit, like maybe I need some help here. <laughs> it's a really <laughs> weird realization. I know a few other people that I've talked to have had the same kind of thing. Sure. And it, it kind of took like over this last year, like I couldn't really be distracted with too many other things. Do like before that life was moving pretty hectically anyway. Um. Yeah, I don't know whether you've had a similar thing. Like, extra thinking time can be awesome, and it can also be like, like, oh <laughs> shit, there's some stuff I need to address here. Sure, yeah. I think the, the uh, pandemic hitting was a pretty, a pretty big pretty, one. Right? Yeah. Uh, important thing for people to realize yeah. that they needed just time to think about themselves, yeah. and then they panicked and all started baking instead. <laughs> 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 I went, yeah. And yeah. W- went running. Be- yeah, <laughs> became a singer-songwriter. <laughs> <laughs> Sad boy with a guitar. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true, man. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I think the punk. I think there's a lot of people. I don't know whether it's just because I was. You know, it's a lot more people talking about mental health, and like I feel like people have had. There's a, a lot of people that are kind of trying new things and pushing out of their normal mm. headspace and stuff, which I think is cool. I think it's good. Yeah. I've definitely like have massively changed my mindset over the, the past like, well, the past year. Mm. Um, yeah, and it's because I've had space to like break the routine and just sort of mm-hmm. sit with your thoughts. I know. Can you imagine? Oh, <laughs> sounds yeah. horrible, doesn't it? I recommend meditation. Actually, <laughs> have you tried? 
loads. I did that was my, my sec. I did my um, second um, batch of therapy. Well, when I say second, I mean or fifth, but the second one that I stuck to because mm. um, there was CBT before that. But uh, yeah. I did a mindfulness group. All right. Which um, I think I fundamentally hated. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. I don't. I don't mean that as like a. a a jokey remark. I just mean like, I th- but I think it was quite important just how much I hated it because mm. because it was with other people. You kind of start doing that thing where you kind of weighing up your problems that you may have and thinking just like, Christ, that that mine aren't anything compared to these people. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't really um, an in-depth one, but uh, like there would be some person come on one day and she's just like, Hey, sorry, sorry, sorry for being late. Um, like I. I had to I had to get my uh, my kid to kindergarten. It was his first day of school, and he's got he's got severe autism. So he had a bit of a, a fit, yeah, and it sort of triggered my PTSD. But anyway, I'm here. And I was just like, oh no, I feel a bit sad today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but but it was very important and realized like the whole comparison thing that you may make to other people in every vein of life. Um, and I think social media has been pretty piss poor for that. Mm. We're just mm. like comparing your thing yourself to things people may have done Man, we could um, do it right now if we wanted yeah i can i can make myself look like the most productive man in the world yeah. at the minute but in reality i'm eating a phenomenal brownie i've got cheese next to me and i've got a beer and um yeah. i'm just pretty much talking to mates <laughs> 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 i'm not like i'm not on a business adventure am i no um but same with the the, the, the counseling where your issues are your own um and uh, i'm quite similar to you i think you kind of hit a bell there in my head where i like to see myself as the person people can um, talk to and I like being the person to give advice it's a fundamental yeah. part of who I am and I yeah. and I like it but it's coming to terms with the fact I do like that and my issues are my own it doesn't I'm not they're not there to be compared that's not another layer mm. of the emotional well-being that mm. you need of yeah. just like yeah. my problems are nothing so why am I feeling them because that just makes them worse exactly like yeah. it, it's if it's real to you it's real isn't it like that's because I'd, I'd have that but I've been trying to like not necessarily meditate, but just um, sit down and not do anything. But I was, you can't call meditation, you know. Um, there's no technique to it. Just, just sitting down and be like, right, I don't need to listen to any more music for the next 20 minutes of my life. Like, I can do that afterwards. I don't have to play some more crazy scales. I can just, like, yeah. chill out. Um, and then just noticing how much of the, like, the thoughts are repetitive. I think that's such an interesting thing. And realizing, like, they, they're so repetitive that when you're... Even when you try not to think about them, they they fly back up and they come back up again. And being like, okay, well that, like, that is real. Like, if it's real to me, it's real. Like, whether um, you compare it to whatever someone else is going through doesn't really matter. It's just like coming to terms with whatever that is, isn't it? And then realizing, I think the biggest realization is that you have that stuff, but um, it's not like actually who you are. Even if when you're really busy or really stressed, it kind of feels like you are. It's being like, oh, well, I can I can watch it. I can break out of it. So clearly, that's mm just and god knows where it comes from man i think it just comes from like a life's experience i can, I can tell you where go it comes on. from all right go ahead. um sorry <laughs> I, I, um, i'd love to know please do uh it's uh, what freud will call the repressed mm. um <clears throat> it's basically unsolved feelings that you may have had when you were a kid that um you basically um made an unconscious solution to fix these feelings that you may have had when you were a kid um, whether it be like a sense of loss or something that you couldn't solve when you were that, that young. Um, I have spouted this shit to four different people in the past two days. <laughs> right, right. Uh, I just really yeah. love it. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love it too. We're, we're, we're all about um, this shit, man. So. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, it is with it. Let's see if I can get this right. Um, it's like, yeah, you come up with um, unconscious solutions to these problems when you're a kid and you kind of push them down and that's what Freud would call the repressed. And then as you go 
get older, these feelings will return. Mm. It could be in a different way, like a different thing could trigger them, but then you just suddenly feel these overwhelming feelings. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily know where they came from. Um, and that's what Freud referred to as the return of the repressed. Right, right. Um, and basically, the older you get, the more these kind of almost childish feelings would come up. I'm more referring it to myself now, like it's a b- very big subject. But um, yeah. for me, it's like the return of these feelings that I would then look at and be like, why am I feeling that? That's so childish. Like, this is mm. not, not a thing I need to feel. And then you just kind of keep trying to bat it aside. But then it gets to the point where you can't bat it aside because you just don't have any understanding of it. Yeah. Um, and under, you don't understand what triggered it. So if you can get, you know, the thing that did bring up these feelings, but you don't know why that little, minute, tiny thing would have triggered these issues. Yeah. Um, mm. And that's the point when you would get therapy. And then the idea is supposed to be talk to the therapist one on one and try and trace back to where, like, that's not like necessarily CBT, the initial thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. CBT, but, but my, my experience with CBT is they didn't really, they don't ever want to dig in to that's the, 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 two, the two CBT therapists we, they, yeah. they always said they're not therapists but um therapies they um would just more use an active approach of how to deal with the feelings when they come up but i think i want to know the circuitry mm. i want to i want to dig in i want to go back to the root and the idea yeah. of therapy is supposed to, like i think you you dig up these where it initially came from so that you can then talk about these issues as an adult now mm. um, on with another adult. And then with this other very smart adult, um, mm. you come up with a new solution to that actually deals with it, not the non-solution that you had made unconscious. You deal with it with this new solution and make that unconscious. So then any time these feelings may come or be triggered again, you don't necessarily have to deal with it because you've got an unconscious solution to it. Yeah. And you can kind of just get on with your life and not let it yeah. overwhelm that, you. That's what we because all want to do, more, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just wants to it get sounds really, really nice and simple when you do that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. like that, I yeah. Yeah. Basically, my, my understanding of it is brains are much too intelligent for the, the, the idiot humans who possess them. That's, so <laughs> that, that, that's it. Like, yeah. so much of the, the actual intelligence, like, everything that's going on is, like, behind the scenes to who we think we are, right? Like, we mm. have basically, like, the, the worries of the day or the upcoming few months and... And then the regrets of the past and all this kind of that stuff flies around. That's kind of the limit of like what you're aware of in terms of like who you think you are. But the rest of it, like where your identity comes from and stuff is deep, isn't it? Like I'm really interested in you as well, like um, going through it and like figuring out the, the actual like what's going on like behind the scenes there, you know, yeah. like figuring out the science behind it. Um, yeah, I know for a fact like I had um, I was talking to my parents about like I've always had a weird thing. Like a lot of people have. Um, like trouble speaking in front of audiences that that's probably i think that's like a, a bigger common fear than death like in surveys yeah, sure. you know what i mean like it's a huge one isn't it um public speaking but i've always felt like i had it worse than most people just from like watching people it's like man they they definitely look like at least on the surface they have an easy time to me but then realizing well I, I had like speech therapy when i was younger and and stuff like that and that's all going to play a part so from the time i was three i was already being told like don't say it like that. Say it like that. You know, like, oh, and all this. So, right. so you yeah. can see how it get these things get planted so soon. And then when you when you find that out, it's like that's just fascinating, isn't it? You can see, and then you think like, what else is getting like formed yeah. at, at that age? Yeah, that you just carry through. And then he's like, "That's me. That's who I am." Yeah. <laughs> Do you have it yeah. where you um you think there's like a vivid sort of childhood memory that you may have? Like, mm. I don't know about you, but I've referred to my memory as a sieve 
we're more of a colander at this point. Right. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> can't keep anything in there. Um, but there's like really vivid, specific childhood memories you can think, such as God, yeah. speech yeah, yeah. therapy, and you just you've attached a feeling to it, and you know how yeah. you felt in yeah. that instance, and it could just be kind of photographed. We were talking about that memory. earlier. Yeah, yeah, oh, really? yeah, yeah. Cool. I've got like a few of them, like that, like the the memory lands, and it's like oh, I know exactly what I was feeling at that that point in time, you know. And even like some really nice memories as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, it's not all bad. It's all terrible. <laughs> then, oh. <laughs> <laughs> my first memory is about um, digging through a ballpark, and the, my first memory I, I can recall at all. Like, I don't, as far as I'm aware, my brain switched on at this point was like digging through a ballpark in Canada and looking up and my Nana Campbell was there with open arms, just like, come here, <laughs> kind of thing, Aww. you know. Aww. And as, as far as I'm aware, that was when my like brain started acting like an actual adult and not like a baby. Tell me, it was yeah. like, oh, like I kind of know who you are. Like, and I'm here. Like, <laughs> just quite interested in it. But there might be. That, that's crazy, man. The yeah. day your awareness dawned. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> the light came on. <laughs> who put me here? <laughs> What That's great. No, man, my 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 memory is nowhere near that good, man. Yeah. I, I, I barely knew what I was doing like last week. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, that, that's the same with me. But I mean, just there's some like particular particular moments. glimpses. Like I couldn't yeah. recite you um, any events that happened last week. <laughs> very very well. That's also because pro- yeah. pretty much every day is pretty the same. Yeah. 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 Um, and I still couldn't tell you what it did, even though every day is the same. <laughs> but yeah, just like the occasional <laughs> thought will come into your head. Like it's the kind of thoughts that I, whenever someone asks me about my childhood, I'm mm. just like, I don't remember anything. Yeah. Which is not the case because you do have like, maybe I can consciously tell you of three memories that I do have in my head of childhood. Because I'm just um, trying to do this mindfulness thing when you start to notice things that flip yeah. through your head. Yeah. Um, and th- those three interest me because I feel like. They're not not necessarily the root of any of them, like my issues I may have in my adult life, but there's just interesting feelings that come with them. Mm, yeah. Like um, uh, one where um, I think I don't know if I'm, this is 100 percent right, but Go I think on. it might have been the first time I was kind of left alone right. as a child. Okay. And I remember it was um, me and my mummy. Uh, we went swimming, oh. um, and my mum was just like, "Right, you go change in there, and I'll meet you at the pool." I was like, oh, okay, paid attention to none of it because I'm a goldfish <laughs> at that time. Like, just absolutely no, yeah. no short-term Nothing, memory. Yeah. So I was just in the changing room alone, just like I'm a big boy. Let me get changed <laughs> in my own. Um, and then I left. I left the changing room, and I was like, what is I supposed to do? And then um, just kind of start wandering around, and just cheer panic hit. As I was just, I don't know, I don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to do. Was where, where is my mum? Where is she? <laughs> and I just kind of went to this pool, and I was like, she's not here. And then I just panicked. And then there was this this other woman that like came. And she was like, are you okay? <laughs> and I was like, no. Where's my mum? <laughs> so then, uh, then we walked to the reception. Um, and then the woman at the reception had to do this like announcement um, to the second Jackie Davis, please come to the reception and claim her child. Um, and just the feeling I remember that was just like utmost despair and just like I've absolutely lost her. Like that's that's it, mm. that's it gone. Right, yeah, and it's just yeah. really interesting because that's the thing I remember primarily of. I don't know if I got any of the details right, but I just re- mm. remember that vividly. Yeah. Um, so if we did a little trace, we might say that that might have been a traumatic incident of, right, of loss. Yeah. And any time I maybe lose my pen or something, I would just thrash out because I f- feel like I'm I'm lost in the world. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Uh, how old are you? And do you th- think roughly? Uh, four, five, six, right. seven, or eight. <laughs> <laughs> Around that area. Yeah. I, honestly, my I, well, you were talking about that. And like, I have one memory. It's a really funny one. Now looking back at it. 
my mum used to work nights because she was a midwife. Um, and so she used to like sleep in the day. So she wasn't in the best of moods sometimes, some weeks when mm. she was on the, you know, because she's fucking tired as fuck, has to look <laughs> after three kids. Um, and then I remember we went to Woolworths because she had to go and get some passport photos done in those. Do you remember the, yeah, the boots? They still have them, but they had one of them in the corner of the shop. And we're, uh, she only had the, the exact amount of money to do it. Um, and I was like, maybe six or seven, maybe. I don't know. My mum's probably watching, so she'll be able to correct me on that. Um, and then, so she went in, and I stood outside the, the little the, the little booth thing, and I could hear it counting down, going like, three, two, one. And I jumped in and went, wait! Like, as a fucking thing. Oh, my God, my mother lost her shit at me. She was fucking, like, you know when, like, she's just fucking screaming at you and everyone else in, in the shop yeah. kind of like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> screaming at this asshole of a little kid <laughs> i remember i was like scrabbling around the shop trying to like find fucking coins and stuff so she get yeah uh, that's funny mom yeah. we yeah. laugh about it now but yeah i remember i was so scared <laughs> of, of my mum at that point that's when hilarious. you're like realizing that um you can actually like you can do bad yeah i i think i just messed up and like you yeah, actually yeah. notice that don't you because I think you have to be at a certain age of maturity before you even like understand. You get a concept of like right and wrong, don't you? Mm. At, at that mm. point, so and that was very wrong, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. sure you know now. Yeah, man. We'll laugh about it now. Just a disclaimer: I think our mums are actually pretty good. So yeah, I mean, I yeah. love my mum. My yeah, no, mom's, I, I, mom's mine's, mine's good as well. She's done a very good job. <laughs> mine's good as well. Yeah. One Shout thing. Out to the mums. One thing that I find really interesting is. Um, more and more people are definitely talking about it like and i i can only talk about my own like little circle but um obviously online there's been a big push for like a couple of years now about it just on social media and things like that uh, it's probably been going on for a lot longer than we see as well but people talking about face to face like and, and be just being more open about it because mm. I don't know what what's kind of changed, but I don't really feel like I've got anything to lose or anything to hide in, in talking <laughs> about stuff like, like anxiety yeah. and things like that, or just admitting like, um, if you're feeling depressed, you can just say it and be like, no, cause it's a it's a different thing, isn't it? Like yeah. it is, when when you realise there's no point, like it's it's kind of gonna come out <laughs> anyway in your actions. So just actually talking to people about it, and it's strange how it there's still even though people can say that to each other and say, look, man, like, I want you to talk to me. Um, and m most people like that. And most people would listen if you wanted to talk to them. There's still like a strange stigma. And I, and again, you can only really talk about yourself when it comes to this sort of thing, but like a, a reluctancy at first to, to bring it up, isn't it? it do you, what do you guys think about that? Do you want to? Oh, yeah, no, I've been thinking about that a lot. I find it really sad that um, there's people our age that don't feel like they can be open with uh, well, I won't say everyone, but like I feel like I can be open with everyone. Um, mm. Like I've got pretty good gut instinct to know if someone's a dick, uh, so I won't, <laughs> I won't, I won't, I won't open up to them. But just like talking to your friends, like I feel like that's something I've kind of been lucky to have since I was like fourteen. Mm. That like I have been fine talking to my friends about anything. Mm. Um, just more so now, it's just become a part of me. But just kind of like walking around daily life and coming across just. Um, I find it primarily to be men as well, kind of around this age group. It just yeah. this sort of like an innate thing that they feel like they can't open up. And I've noticed it in myself as well. And what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> you, you keep talking, James. That's, that's blue, blimey. Go on. Um, that's blue. Um, yeah, I found it in, um, 
if I do if I do go deep uh, in one of my counselling sessions, like when we got, when we got pretty pretty heavy, mm. and I felt the need to sort of cry, mm. and um, I love a good old cry. I think Ooh, it's wow. a very important Absolutely. thing, a good fucking whopper. Yeah. But there was just part of me that in the in the thing I was just like so reserved in doing it because the f- instinct within me was just saying, "Don't cry in front of a man." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Of. And exactly. I found that really sad. Yeah, um, it's, it's weird, sad because yeah. again, like how much of of that do you think is just um something that society teaches but because it the thing is man if all guys want to cry and all guys want to be understanding to another guy crying then what's this weird like external force which is like yeah. don't do that <laughs> do you know what i mean well to be to be really blunt, i'd say it's the conditioning from like watching those films and sitcoms yeah do you think it's more just the male characters yeah that, just media yeah i think they sort of act as the third parent anyway for me you're just like mm. what growing up with all this Shit, and you've just painted yourself an idea of what a man should be, or something. Yeah, and yeah, you yeah. just have to follow that like a script. Yeah. But then, yeah, yeah, you become like a, a bigger person. You realize life doesn't quite play out in the way that these sitcoms and films do. So, yeah. but you're still trying to follow this script that you've been conditioned to, and it's just not quite, not quite um, fitting fit. the bill no. of, yeah, yeah. of life because you have not experienced this new thing. You only have seen it, experienced another exactly. thing. So you have using this innate instinct that you've learned this false instinct yeah um, that's, that's, it. that's it because it's like yeah. which one's real in that situation like you're you're there feeling bad for yourself because like, my instinct is like i want to bore my eyes out right now because that's what i'm feeling mm. but um right now not right no no i'm saying <laughs> you know just like it could be any time means. <laughs> <laughs> it's great like there's nothing wrong with it but it, it's just strange that there's there is this um when you want to do it there's this thing which is like that, that you shouldn't or you know like somehow it's weak or anything like mm-hmm. that it's very very odd um since trying to let go of that occasionally i'll just be practicing piano and i'll just strike a chord and let <laughs> you just <laughs> <laughs> and it all kind of, so it's like it all wants that'll to come the, out be the jazzy 11th chord I believe. <laughs> no, this is like a major 7 um, or like a, it's like the 4 chord with a major 7 you know what it is man. stop <laughs> can oh, you hear it talk dirty. <laughs> I can feel it man I can feel it <laughs> it's like that, and occasionally watching films as well I get and one big thing was when I, when I saw Martin Simpson and I hadn't cried in a long time at this point I hadn't cried properly I'd had little occasional like but even then it's it's like something fights it man yeah. something's like yeah, yeah. I, I cannot express yeah, the yeah. fact that I'm a human because people <laughs> think that being a human is weak <laughs> yeah. it's like who's judging I, I could think of the perfect example as well it's like especially with like a f- with family you've mm. gone through so much with your families that um mm. just like crying as an adult isn't an option yeah um and I, we uh Christmas we watched the Pixar film Coco okay. I've never seen Not it seen oh Oh no! Oh, uh, <laughs> get it on! Uh, <laughs> um, but like that's a that's a Pixar classic. Like, Is it? It, okay. it gets you. Um, I, it was the second time I've seen it, and just at the end of the film, like I was just like eyes were just swollen, <laughs> just like. Yeah. And then I just look around at my family, and they're all just like, "Fine, I'm just like, let's cut this." Shit. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Dad's like, Are "You crying? No, no, <laughs> you're crying. You're crying. <laughs> what are you talking about? No, I just poured the whiskey in my eye. <laughs> Shop." <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, that's yeah. It's such a funny. I definitely get that, man. There's sometimes where I want to fucking burst my eyes out. I just can't. It's like yeah. I want to, yeah. but something in me just goes, "No." Yeah, keep your shit, man. 
yeah. don't know what it is. It's stupid. Mm. It's yeah. fucking stupid. You think man. it's more more of a social thing than anything else? Just general, like the the third parent, as you put it. Like sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did say that, didn't I? Mm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I think that for me anyway, that's a big part of it. I don't know if anyone else would feel. I would like agree. Yeah. Like. yeah, but um, I feel like that once again, the brain is so complicated. There'll be so many different things just that are just causing so much destruction in your head that yeah. just are making like putting a barricade up. Yeah, just like sort of trying to protect yourself, but just mm-hmm. not working. Not, <laughs> yeah, not doing yeah. it in the best way. I, yeah. I love the way I was watching Elon Musk talking about this sort of thing. Uh, obviously <laughs> and the way he put it was really interesting to me because he, he pointed out like we the fact that we think we have um obviously there's like the animal brain and uh, you know like you've seen the the book like the chimp paradox and all that sort of stuff but, um or heard about that book i think aaron sim was teaching oh that yeah yeah you know I, I know the chimp paradox that's great yeah it is it's a really really good book and they they talk about like how you have basically the animal brain and the human brain and and then like the kind of computer and these like three different parts that's it's really oversimplifying but no no but, I, I love how simplified it is <laughs> yeah exactly because yeah. then you, you get it don't you it's yeah, like, yeah. of course and then, but then when Elon Musk pointed out that you would think that we've developed this human brain which takes over and rationalizes the monkey brain and, and sorts it all out, but it's actually the other way around. We have a human brain inside us, but it's actually like the, the idiot like chimp brain is is actually the one in control at the end of the sure, day. Sure. That's, <laughs> the one, that's the one with the intentionality, the instinct, yeah, busting yeah, exactly. through, it yeah. wants to act out. Yeah. Whereas yeah. the human has to be like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do yeah. that. And the chimp will do it anyway because he's stronger. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> It's so fast, and then you can you see it in yourself, don't you? You see it in in road rage, <laughs> in other people. You see it just how it comes out. Like, it's like, did I really just order a kebab? <laughs> like, what's like, that? It's like, I don't yeah, feel like that was me. You know, it's four a.m. Yeah, go to sleep. <laughs> and it's not to justify things. Obviously, actions do have consequences, and we can all reason that. But it's just basically to give yourself a little bit of a break and give yourself some leeway, isn't it? And be like, that. So many things that happen within your own brain like aren't really under your control so it's like basically just go easy on yourself you know if, mm. if you're feeling a certain way or in, in a certain mood just like you can notice it and not attach too much into it and just see it's like okay that, that's the curse of being human just yeah, <laughs> comes up again someone taming the chimp yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah i read another book that refers to it as your inner roommate oh, right, right. as well because he's yeah. always talking oh god yeah. yeah oh yeah really irritating really roommate, fucking yeah. annoying yeah, yeah. I just have to tune them out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <exactly>. <laughs> I always equate it to like a crazy ex-girlfriend. It's like <laughs> she's, and when when you realise that you want to sort of divorce from her, she she goes fucking eight shins that starts like blackmailing you with all this stuff. It's like you can't live without me. Yeah. You can't live without me. I know me. too much. I know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you remember that thing you did? Now you feel bad, yeah. don't you? You need me. Yeah. And it's just like, oh god, just fuck off with you. Yeah. For fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny, man. But we all experience. This is the thing as well. As well it's like because I've only really recently started talking about this. It's like we all experience this in in mm. in a in a different. Yeah, you know, everyone's infinitely infinitely as complicated complicated as the next person <laughs> for the Alban. I'm any more <laughs> that bloody wicked. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but we all have like a similar. Uh, experience or like feeling or something the, ex- the actual experience might be different but it all gives us the same sort of base experiences and feelings and like you know anxieties and stuff like that we're just yeah but we don't talk about it which yeah. is kind of crazy isn't it yeah. well, no, we are now yeah we, we do yeah. yeah we do now yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah because i just like how long i've known 
especially you for and how long I've known you for. But I feel like it, a few years we ago. We just mad. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, James. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> the illusion. <laughs> no, it's like, I, I, this is why I feel like there's some kind of change going on, at least within mindset. I don't know what's the main driver of it. I, I, I imagine COVID's probably, or I like self-isolation, all that kind of stuff has mm. sped up. But I don't feel like I could have talked to you about this stuff like a couple of years ago without feeling like coming across as weird or something. Because it, sure. it's this thing like your brain kind of tells you you're the only one with this. You're the only one who's like got this inner monologue that's like really critical or like really worrying, like really worrying. You know what I mean? Yeah. Always worrying, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, and I, I think that's a really, really cool change. It's like just opening up about yeah. these things. And then and because you open up and everyone always obviously says, yeah, I have that too. You're not the only lone survivor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Imagine being a guy who's like, no, I don't really know what to do. I'm, just, I'm fine. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking but about? It, 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 ta- it takes one man who's genuinely fine, yeah. and he's the one you've sadly opened up to that you're just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why me? No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, don't, don't get that. No, it's fine. <laughs> Shut up. In a, <laughs> in a monologue. Yeah. Nah. nah it's, it's me. What the fuck are you talking about, man? <laughs> <laughs> it's terrifying. You know, you know the one of like you know the inner thoughts, which always makes me have a little giggle. Go on. It's like, you know, when you're um, you like have a conversation with someone, and you feel like uh, the conversation didn't go as well as you thought, or like you wanted it to, or something like that. Mm. And you think to yourself, man, I really came across like a, a a dick or like a twat in that situation, or like you know, I didn't I didn't do as well as I thought I did. Right. You know, it's like I bet they thought I was a loser in that situation. And then, like, think back to the way you think. And, like, have you ever looked at a conversation you've had with someone else and thought, man, they were a real asshole in that, weren't they? You not, know what I mean? Very no, like, not very <laughs> often. Not very often at all. But, like, no. Yeah, that's it, man. Like, y- your critique of yourself is, like, no one gives a fuck about you. Not, like, just you, <laughs> no, I'm, ta- I'm talking themselves. to everyone. Everyone at home. Everyone. <laughs> No one gives a fuck about you. Like because people are too busy. I'm the sun headline. <laughs> <laughs> let's just let's be let's be real here though. Like like everyone's mind like if you're a computer, your mind's a computer, let's say. Like ninety five percent of your fucking RAM or whatever it is is spent thinking about yourself and then like that five or ten percent mm. where you occasionally think about your family, your close friends, something slips into your mind. Mm. That's not other thing. So it's like whatever worry you have when you're having a conversation with, like you're saying, George, or, and then that comes into your mind, it's like the likelihood that someone is actually thinking that is so small that it's like it doesn't ex- exist. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then yeah. even if they did think it, then that's basically one sentence in one person's head, which they might have not even been really paying attention to, that flew by, and then they they went on to go about the day. Yeah. <laughs> so you they see weren't focusing on it, weren't no. they? Yeah. You know what I mean? Or other end, if they are the same as you, they're overthinking how they were in that it, conversation. That's, yeah. that's exactly. far more likely. And you're not thinking how they were in the exactly, conversation. Man. This, yeah. this is it, man. <laughs> so it's like a, it's, it's all these like worries <laughs> and like stuff that happen like, when, when you're having conversations with people. It's like, it doesn't really exist apart from in your head. So it's like, how much power do you want to give it <laughs> at the end of the day? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. I could worry about and in like a social interaction I had um, a year ago. My and I won't even. I don't wake up that day being like I plan to worry about this sucker. I just bring this one up. But, <laughs> but uh, out of the blue, you you're like you're going for a walk and then you're just like, oh, I remember what happened there, and I remember it felt really embarrassing or awkward or whatever. But it's like 
like like hell is the other person or the other group of people are they all like at the same time thinking man matt really fucked that one what do you know what I mean? that what <laughs> yeah, exactly right? yeah. and even if they were the absolute worst case scenario to the kind of like chimp part of your brain which hates that kind of thought of people judging you in the wrong way because mm. it just wants to impress people basically like even if they were is that that bad Sure. Another person, and think, even if know? if it was approached to you by them, just like Matt, mate, you were like really lame in that conversation. Yeah. Then you just you'd stand up for yourself yeah. as well. Like well, hey. all this overthinking you've done, thinking how much loose. Then someone stays into your face. You're just like, I beg your pardon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, it's, it's, and I think being like a musician, you probably have to deal with this a lot more. Everyone has to deal with it day to day. But we have the added thing of like having to perform and, and you know, or, or like there's pretty much nothing more subjective or universal than mm. music in, in that sense. So having to perform that and then you're worrying whether basically can you relate to other people? That's that's the, the bottom line with music. You, you just want to move people, whatever you're getting out of music, you just want to be able to share that emotion. So you worry that you can't or that you try to and it doesn't really come off. Um, but that's all the same thing, isn't it? It's like you're not really going to know. You can only really try your best. Mm. Anyway, you can ju- you can only be yourself, can't you? Like mm. when it comes to that sort of thing. But uh, um, so I, I think a lot of the kind of anxiety I've, I've experienced, I've I came to terms with quicker through um, performance anxiety, and then realizing, hang on, I have the, I have the same thing. Like just feeling like I'm performing in front of other people and groups of people, like in social situations. But it's just obviously heightened when you're. Um, yeah, actually, with an instrument in your hand and everyone's yeah. staring at you, <laughs> and then going to like an institute where it's all about that, you know, it, it's all the same thing, isn't it? Like, yeah. have you guys had an experience with the the performing side of things? I could, I could, yeah, go into very many stories. Mm. Let me land on one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what about you, Brad? <laughs> um, you know, it's weird because obviously like, I used to like perform quite a lot. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. I used to like be a bit not give a fuck. But then I wonder if that was just like me pretending, putting on a facade because I was feeling mm. it was a way to like sort of add another layer so that people didn't have to like fucking look at what I was doing. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I don't know what you mm. mean, yeah. Um, so if I force the facade, then maybe it will become me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true, man. Yeah. And I was, yeah, I was like constantly like thinking and yeah, it's funny, man. It's uh yeah, like we, me and Matt had a conversation the other day about like I've definitely got a a, a thing around bass playing now, um, which I don't have when I play like other instruments like guitar or piano. Or it's like, oh, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> this is why I did music. But then I get onto bass and it's like, <laughs> I feel like an imposter. Um, it's weird though. It's, it's it's definitely just something that's ingrained from whatever maybe from college maybe from earlier on or something yeah. but something about just that particular uh circumstance that sure. brings it up but then it's like not in any other musical context well for if, um for me the the whole playing other instruments and kind of just being like whoa wicked yeah. i think that kind of just goes back to just the idea that no like and there'd be people that can play the instruments better than you and with an instrument that you've just started you're all right with that. You mm. know that. That's fine. You've, yeah. That's how you've started. Just like, oh, there's other people who can do that, but no one can play you better than you. Mm. Yeah. Sort of, and it's yeah. kind of putting that in the instrument you were good at. Sort of, because yeah. you've all you've got these comparisons in your head and the overthinking. So when you're playing it, you're not thinking of just like I am playing me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's you, true, you feel like you're play, trying to copy other people. Yeah, I definitely get that because I I I hear things in my head 
So I play that. Or do you know what I mean? Like just before it happens. Um, and then there's almost like another voice in my head. It's like, don't do that. You do that all the time. Yeah. And then it's like, God, <sighs> tell me about it. What do I do? Yeah. Fuck, yeah. Oh, I made a mistake. Oh, fuck, I played the wrong note. Oh, yeah. oh let me get back to the present, the present moment. Oh, whatever. Just onwards and mm-hmm. onwards. Yeah. It's crazy, man. But only with bass. Yeah. Mm. Only with bass. Weird. I'm the voice in your head. I can hear a voice in my head. <laughs> Is that you, my consciousness? <laughs> Did you want to say something to me, James? You made me jump. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was just try past you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did very well. Have we got any questions from the audience, yeah, by the way? what's this blue shit? Sure. Uh, oh, God. Whip out the board, mate. Go on. Uh, Emma says they were called flashbulb memories. I think you were talking about... Uh, yes. Thank you, Emma. Um <laughs> Flashbulb memories. What, what's that? Just like the things we mentioned earlier, like the ones that just come back from, from yeah. childhood. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Oh no! And Kim says, "Thank you for talking about this. It's so Th- important. This is it's so pleasure. important. <laughs> and I still I can talk about this shit all day long. And I, I have, feel like we could do this for a very long time. Yeah, well, don't because worry. it's almost we're, like we're a lot of people have well. a lot of stuff backed up that they want to bring forward, man. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. And then it's like even as I was talking to you guys. I was I could talk about it freely because I I kind of I'm starting to get to a point where I just don't really care anymore. I was just like, yeah, it, yeah, it's sure. worth talking about. I'm not the only one. There's nothing to lose, is there? But there's oh. still even with that mindset, there's still a little thing like, oh, this is awkward. Like, <laughs> but I like, are you sure? Like, people aren't going to judge you for like opening up to the fact that you're basically a human being. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, it's interesting, isn't it? It's crazy, it man. If, yeah. By the way, if there's any if anyone of you have any questions or anything, please ask at home. You know, this is. This chatting about this shit yeah it's all good man. yeah oh uh, so james what have you worked out there a little botto potto right over there very nice bought pork and you brought cheese cheese <laughs> so what cheese have we got we've got blue got saint agar probably pronounced wrong yeah it's irish saint agar agar and <laughs> french brie it's called <laughs> it's literally french, french brie Little classics. Yeah. You know, back in the day, so, me and Tom Stott, um, when we lived together in second or third year of uni, yeah. we used to get that blue cheese. We'd make like a blue cheese sauce with name. wedges <laughs> and a steak <laughs> and then uh, watch a movie and have a load of gin and get pissed. Oh. I was like, oh, like, like Sunday night. That sounds lovely, man. Oh. That was delightful. Little bro date. That's very nice. Yeah, it was all right. Nice. Are you a big port drinker, James? I'm a big little port drinker. Okay, okay. Not big. This is the third <laughs> bottle I've bought since I discovered it. I discovered it before Christmas. Okay, yeah. well, you know. It's great. I'm, yeah, I've never really... I'm going to try it. I feel like... Would it be sacrilege to have it with the Wicked? Because that yeah, is a thing, that, isn't it? Is that it? sounds... <laughs> well, I realise what I've done here is that... Was I've that put, what you were planning I've done here? the blue Wicked first. And really should have had the port first and then oh, tried the it wicked. with the, the Blue right. Wicked. But this smells like if a children's swimming pool was made of Powerade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Matt, it did does. you finish your Tastes like Yeah, mine's long gone, man. I love Wicked. Do you, drink what the f- yes, do you need like a surgical degree to get you, into these crackers? You've got a knife there, man. No, Use it. no but they're designed. Um, yeah, James, am I passing this? Yeah. Um, I was going to ask you, so you know, you talk about you doing your mindfulness stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah, mate. Um, what, what, so what sort of stuff are you doing then with that? Oh my god, James! 
Well, I don't know why I've been put in charge of this. Uh, yeah, I know. This is a nightmare. Um, it's a logistical nightmare. Yeah, so what sort of mindfulness stuff do you know, do? Breathing and... Uh, is it like meditating or...? <laughs> One, one thing at a time. One thing, one at, a thing time. at a time. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm just gonna cheese myself up. Yeah, and, um, well, that's probably the most. Yeah, we'll we'll do separate nights. Yeah. Why don't you, you know, talk about your mindfulness thing, Brad? What kind of stuff you've been focusing yeah. on? I, I, well, I will answer you. Yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, whilst you're distracted. Um, so my, I've been doing it since the start of the year. So I had like a big panic attack at the start of the year, and then had to like think about loads of stuff, um, and I started doing meditation so i do 20 minutes of meditation in the morning and it's basically just unguided silent meditation and it's basically just me trying to get to a place of not thinking and just presence so it's simply just simple things like listening to the cars going by listening sure. to the birds mm-hmm. um and just watching your, your brain because it's, it's like it's a constant yeah battle man just yeah, to like is, yeah. to get that stillness um it's great though man it really helps me focus in for the rest of the day mm-hmm. and it puts me in such a good space and then then if i go for a walk as well on top of that well i'm flying high man yeah. it's, it, it's it's great i'm I'm high on life it's yeah. wonderful um as it so have you been just doing it so like yeah it's a really, really well, similar right? thing like no no like guidance or anything but a lot of times i either just pick in like if i'm sitting out in the garden just picking something to focus on usually just like um if like listening just trying to make sure it's really really quiet like no music or anything and just basically listen to the fact that it can be really really quiet and, and just mm. noticing i hang on outside of whatever i'm thinking that i there's nothing wrong with taking a little bit of time in your day in, quite the opposite um taking just this little bit of time to actually just listen to the fact that it's really really quiet and peaceful so we're quite lucky around here that it is you know yeah. obviously it'd be harder in like a city or something and then that becomes a challenge. But just being like, okay, it is really, really quiet now. And then and then the thoughts come and go. And just realizing they always come and go. Is that not bad? Pretty much yeah. like five seconds after waking up until five seconds before you go to sleep. The thoughts are just coming, aren't they? And they're just so hard to like, you could never ever predict the next thought. So no, that was a huge realization for me. Is like realizing when you actually sit with them, you can just see the nature of, of what they are. And obviously they're really, really useful. <laughs> Keep going, man. I, 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 I love the puzzle and the cheese. I am listening. Uh, I'm listening. That cheese does look really good, though, man. Awesome. Oh my god. Um. <laughs> now I can't stop thinking about cheese. Sorry. Man. Probably should uh, have prepared this before the podcast. Uh, no, no, that's okay, man. That's rough and ready. What, yeah, we're rough and ready. Wicked and blue cheese. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but just, just being like, okay. I, I even now because I I spent so much of my life focusing on music. But it's getting to the point like overthinking is going to be the the one thing that gets in the way of me um, doing what I want to do with music. Dude, I realize that like I don't need to get any, I I don't need to get any better like because it's all subjective yeah. anyway. Like you know, tell that to like Tom Waits is like he, he didn't <laughs> all he had to do was be himself, right? After, mm. after a certain point, he didn't need to add anything on top of it. Fucking Randy Newman. Yeah, exactly. The musician's musician. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just it's like more people just want to hear your your take on things isn't it that's all it comes yeah. down to but I, i've got this huge thing about like it needs everything i do needs to be perfect there's no point releasing unless it's perfect there's no point doing anything with it or mm. performing until i've got absolutely down um and i think i've probably always had that but it's been brought up to an extent and even to the point now i find it i've until i got into it that trying to take 20 minutes out of my day just to literally just sit around and chill out felt off 
felt it felt like what I I could just feel the complaint kicking like man you need to go and do something like you need to like you need to practice you need to listen to music yeah. you need to like better yourself otherwise what's the point that kind of line of thinking realize like oh, that's really toxic it's mm-hmm. like then we're like holy fuck that's toxic but I've been in that headspace for most of my adult life it's like crazy isn't it I, and mm-hmm. to I have it like to a certain point. By the evening, if I feel like I've worked hard enough that day, I can kind of let myself off loose and like just watch some Netflix and chill out. But I definitely have a thing like there's a cutoff point in my day where I need to have worked hard at mm. whatever like, and I need to have I've done a good few hours of musical practice before I can give myself permission to actually relax. And so just trying to take twenty minutes to be like I don't have to think about anything. Yeah, like the only person that was telling me I did was me like, all along, which is so so strange, man. It's like. It's literally like being a fish in water and being like, you know, there's more going on here. And be like, well, no, this is it. This is it. Like, musical worries. That's that's the Matt Campbell story. That's like, <laughs> that's what's going on. Um, so yeah, and then it's fucking awesome. It's such a good feeling when you actually hit when you can when you can spend a few minutes just being wherever you are, and it doesn't have to be anywhere amazing either. That's mm. the weird thing about it. It doesn't. Ha- you can just be sat in your room, but if you actually are just looking around and being present and not trying to judge anything not trying to like label it or i say like well this is cool but what about um the fact i'm doing this performance next week and i might fuck it up like forgetting all that and just literally being where you are yeah it's too simple isn't it it's like mm. it's so simple that i think it gets overlooked definitely man i think but again i can only talk about myself man. i don't i don't know how other people see it so literally what you were describing there was like constantly needing to feel like having to do something i was like that for yeah like most of my life yeah. you know I, mean? I think we're drilled in, that's the kind of society yeah. that we live in but that's like yeah. definitely drilled in. do you have that sort of thing to be like having to do shit or, or like feeling like you do or, I mean maybe you don't I, don't I got know. quite good at shutting it out right uh, okay so I do nothing forever <laughs> uh, no it's just a it's changing what I don't I don't want to keep going on about the pandemic but I just think it's been quite a quite a cornerstone a little yeah, bit um the the day the world kind of stopped and then everyone was just put down to the exact same level. Exactly. Sort of, yeah, so yeah. we were all just kind of fulfilling our own destinies. Yeah. Um, so you're literally as productive as you want to do. And in that time, that was the most productive I've ever been yeah. with, like, in terms of like um, things that make me feel um, allowed to sleep at the end of the day. Yeah. You, you've done good enough to deserve napping. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, but um. Yeah, mu- music's a pretty toxic one to get in your head for. Like, it is, man. I think you get nothing. The more you worry about getting things done, you're not going to get shit all done. Exactly, because you're just going to be thinking about it. Yeah, the whole exactly. Time. Yeah, yeah nothing that, to achieve. Yeah, exactly. You actually you get more done. This is the, the the crazy paradox. When it's like we've all done enough uh, listening to music or whatever. Even like your average uh, like person who's who's never like tried to practice an instrument or whatever, you'll get more out of it just by basically. Um, chilling out and accepting whatever thoughts you're having, letting them come and go, which they always will as well, and just being wherever you are. <laughs> it's, mm. it's, it's crazy because usually when that happens, you end up feeling quite motivated, yeah. and music might actually start pretty much like doing itself for you, mm. and you actually start like hearing things and and feeling inspired. But you can't think your way into it, can you? Yeah, like yeah. you by trying to think your way into it, you actually just like digging a, a a bigger hole, and you're just getting further and further away from it. So I, yeah. That that was a really really weird one to realize for me. Being like, I can't. There's no amount of thinking is going to accomplish this for me as much as I want it to. Yeah. And a lot of people have said that. I remember, 
I, I also about Justin Vernon because he's just awesome. But he was basically saying it's like the point where he <laughs> let... Every he, episode. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's the point where he let go um, and kind of, he basically said like maybe music's not for me and, and thought about trying something else and, and was like, this isn't going to happen. That's when it started to happen for him because I think was, that's basically what he's describing was just like he wasn't clinging on too tight. He wasn't like holding on to this thing and like mm. trying to create it. He just let himself be and then it just started kind of coming to him anyway right yeah it's like a paradox isn't it yeah man it's really interesting i definitely think that's where inspiration lies in all in all aspects of life it's like presence just like being with like whenever you have like that feeling you know when you're like a jam night and like everyone just clicks and it's the most fucking awesome feeling ever i'm a keyboard player (laughs) (laughs) surely you must have experienced this james a little bit once or twice for a couple of minutes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that feeling like I, I i definitely think that's like when everyone's listening and when i say listening it's like everyone's listening and being present and they're not thinking it's just a yeah um, a motor function this thing's happening um yeah i think like inspiration definitely i i feel way more inspired in general and just more creative stuff just from just being more present not thinking about sure. it do you know what i mean yeah like i used to worry about all my film work and stuff i don't give a fuck now <laughs> honestly i don't i really don't give a fuck um and it's it's great it's good mm. man it's just like because the stuff happens anyway it's like the date gets booked people will turn up some musicians will play something i will film something something will come out at the end of it. it that's it i always had the um if i if i'm left to my own accord i'll get stuff done that's fun Mm-hmm. But if there's a deadline, it's just like the thing going through my head is just like, if I do that now, then I won't have to do that later. And then it's the day before, <laughs> and you've yeah. done shit all. Yeah. Um, but you're just like, sorry, what's this house saying? Go, if you leave it to the last minute, it only takes one minute. Um, <laughs> yeah, sure. I like that. Uh, I like that. You've, like. If it, you've been stressing about this whole thing, this entire time, and you've got nothing done. You've sat down once or twice to maybe do it. Mm. You're just like, nothing's coming. Um, and then you, you wap out something the day before. But like now, if I've got a deadline to do, I've just like take him just like, I'm not going to be doing that till a couple of days before. It's fine. Yeah. And because I've got that in my head of just like, I, I will do it. I know I'll get it done. I've never not got something done. Mm-hmm. Don't hold me to that. <laughs> um, but like, most likely when I've, when I've kind of made that, um, put that in my head and just let that, let that grow. I'll probably, I'll probably get it done pretty quickly like many days before and I'll be like I feel fucking great yeah (laughs) yeah beautiful when you don't when you expect the worst and you actually do okay best feeling ever man it's so good isn't it Uh, we like that with like um college deadlines and things like that like is that just a theme of your life just yep (laughs) (laughs) same (laughs) no comment (laughs) (laughs) have you ever done an all-nighter on that kind of thing no no I would never even dream of doing an (laughs) all-nighter Sleep's too important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, just, you're going to feel terrible. No one likes staying up to revise for your exam the next day. It's just no. like, don't. Yeah. You're, you're just, you're just pulling your trousers on. That's Do you remember <laughs> some of uh, Matt Brown's famous all-nighters? Well, I, I did one all-nighter, and my only marker of whether everything was okay in the world or not was that I kept going on to Facebook just to check whether Matt was still online. So it was 6 a.m. Yeah, Matt's still online. Okay, he's he's in the exact same boat as me. At this point, he was locked in Wellington Mill 
on his own in the dark because I don't think the lights are working on his computer <laughs> doing his assignment. Okay. So I was like, you know what? At least I'm in my comfy bed and, you know, I can have a drink of one. Everything's cool. And I'm not locked in a, literally locked in a mill. Um, and then it got to 9 a.m., 10 a.m. He's still online. Beautiful. I was like, me and Matt together. <laughs> you know I mean? But he's done a few, I think. I think he's pretty. He's pretty bad for leaving at last minute, isn't he? Compared to the rest of us. Yeah, man. But then, you know, I used to judge Matt for his. his uh, Say when? Oh, that'll do. I don't really know with Port, to be honest, man. So, um, you realise that the Blue Wicked was there so that you can combine the the port with the blue wicked i know but i was too thirsty i guess and everyone to seemed to really wicked. enjoy the blue oh, wicked oh, as well well at the, the end there i was just like get it gone i want port <laughs> so. yeah i'm kind of in yeah in, in port but, um, let me let me have a few sips of port and then i'll hit you up on that um the old mixeroonie it's gone oh that oh, was the it blue wicked's gone yeah, thank fuck for that oh, well, <laughs> it's that was, was very nice it's lovely um, I love this final podcast. Sorry, we have <laughs> a we have a question. Oh from yeah, go on. Let's hear it. Kim, uh, James, has your inner critic been an issue while songwriting recently or in the past? For example, is something you've had to go overcome to get to a place where you want to share your music now? Yeah, um, I don't think I feel like there's not a songwriter in the world really that wouldn't mm. say yeah, <laughs> but. Um, Mine was slightly different. Mine was pretty much just because um, my inspiration would usually just come from listening to um, music while on a walk or something. Right. And I'd just be like, wow, that's good. That's amazing. I feel so inspired. Mm. But what I then realized after about a couple of hours of songwriting is I was just inspired by that song because I wanted to write that song. Yeah. <laughs> so therefore, you, you've you've written that song. Mm-hmm. You're just like, ah. Oh. Then, then you're in a critic, you're in a roommate, you're a chimp. <laughs> just go and just like, what's that? That's crap. Go on, don't do that. Yeah. Um, but it's it's just about getting good at just knowing that you're not going to get anything done from that point. So then you just give it a rest mm-hmm. for a bit. And then you come back to it. Even like a couple of months later, every song I've written has been like over the course of a few months. Because like I may have written a song and then it's been too Andy Shelf something. Any Andy Shelf fans? No. Oh. Who's that? We'll pop a pen in him. Um, okay, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but then you come back to it a couple months later. You haven't been listening to the same thing you were, so you could re- rewrite it, and then just you've been listening to loads of more music, and that's kind of so. It gets to the point where you've listened to so much that you kind of start to think for yourself a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, it's kind of just applying the little tools that you've heard in these songs to the song, so then you can be like, oh, I might do that here instead. I know right. they did this, so I'll do that. <laughs> yeah. So do, do you think there's an element as well of um? You started that thing, you leave it, and then your subconscious is like, kind of calculating that shit in the background. You know, it's coming up with some little, yeah. little tricksies that you mm. can throw in, and then you come back to it, and it goes, "There you go," gives it you yeah. on a plate. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. If some days it's just so easy. The the first song I played, um, "Boy Played with Trains," that came out in a day out of oh, my right. head. Like there was never any sort of difficulty, mm. like getting that down. It's just all the lyrics just. Like lyrics is a really weird one. For me. I'm never going to understand lyric mm. writing, and I don't really want to. It's mm. such a strange yeah. thing. Yeah. Um. But um. Like I just just <laughs> came out all in one day because it's just what I was thinking about that day. And that's the I think the only song I've written that kind of has well one of two, but it's like 
they're the only ones that have actually had like a coherent sort of thing going on that's mm. this about the same thing. But loads of them are just kind of like a vague subject matter that have been written over the course of a couple of months because I just haven't been productive on particular days when I try to write it. Mm-hmm. But then there's just two songs just spaffed out in a day, pretty much. I love that one. Yeah. I love that when that yeah. happens. Mm. But you d- I just try not to think about that too much because I know it's not going to be like happen every single time. Maybe someday I might get to the point where that can just happen, just like, oh, I want to write a song today. Out Fine. it comes. But, That'd be nice. But you just feel different every single day, don't you? Yeah, man. That's yeah. it. That's that's the beauty of it, though. It's like when you can, when you're feeling a particular way, and you are able to capture it. Mm. Like you're capturing a moment there, and like a you're you're freeze framing a, a time and yeah, know, a space and time. It's yeah. just like that's a beautiful thing as well, yeah. especially if it's like. I mean, we've talked about Justin Vernon, but I'll say no. again, but like, <laughs> but like he's definitely one that is like all of his music feels like it captures I mean there's billions of artists that do it but like you know like sure. it, it takes you to a certain place and it's very like relatable and stuff I think those songs where you are able to just sure. get it all out in one it feels like very genuine and sort of it's mm-hmm. at the core of whatever that feeling is if I may just add one thing about on. Justin Vernon because big fan I'm a human um, <laughs> yeah, but um, when I get there's a particular line of inspiration in my head that I get with like Bonnie Vera kind of stuff. Mm. And then I'll find myself just writing a, a song and I'll just be like, that's just Bonnie Vera and the lyrics don't mean anything. I just got overcome with pretty metaphors and stuff. Mm. And Justin Verner's got such a beautiful way of being really um, metaphorical when he wants to. And then just really blunt sometimes. Mm. Just, I'm happy as hell you stayed for tea. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like that. yeah. I love that. But yeah, that's just that kind one. of, yeah. it just doesn't do it. F- like, not that doesn't do it for me, it obviously does, but just mean like in a songwriting thing like I can't if I'm ever writing a song I can't listen to Bonnie Iver because because it's just gonna it's just gonna like trigger mm-hmm. like the inner inner works of just being like um you cannot do that you can't do anything yeah. as good as that but, but um but I can do me but it's not, <laughs> it's just, it's, yeah it's not yeah. you isn't it that's what, yeah. what it is is like yeah. you can try and copy these people yeah. but but then there's the, an, the good shit is the you shelf oh uh, let's pull that out of that pen come on it, uh, I've never, I've never found an artist who's just like, wow, you just write music for me, don't you? Uh, yeah, <laughs> just like you have done that for me. Yeah, he has an album called The Party, which I recommend every every single person go and listen to it in your headphones tonight in bed and listen to every single lyric because it's just about ha- it's like a concept album of just having a pretty shit time at a party. <laughs> nice. Which we've all the whole had, album. Baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just like that's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, um, yeah, that's just. Exactly how I think music should sound. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Yeah. What's it called? Andy. Andy Shelf. Andy Shelf. I'll send them to you. That that's I'll the best thing. Like out, you're saying when when you when you write a song and it comes really easy and everything you're doing flows out, but then also when you find a song that where someone like concisely and and also like metaphorically sums up how you've been feeling about life. Um, in one song in the space of like four minutes and then you're like oh my god <laughs> like that's that's like also the equally just an amazing feeling isn't it when you have oh, that thank you mcfly you just knew how i Ex- felt that, like yeah, exactly <laughs> Mc- mcfly yeah, yeah. are always doing that <laughs> yeah the script just <laughs> hit it in the head once yeah. again five <laughs> colors in a hair <laughs> Jeez. It's Thank true, you, Michael man. Bolton. That's exactly <laughs> what I needed. Yeah. Said no one ever. Hey, <laughs> hey. Have you actually given him the chance, though? As much as any man should. should. <laughs> or, should. or could. <laughs> I can go the distance. Yeah. 
but also like you know it started as a joke but he is genuinely very very talented oh he's, he is amazing so like, as a just as a let alone the songwriting let's put that aside just as a singer yeah amazing technically amazing like just i love watching fantastic his... amazing i've started something here haven't i yeah mm. God, God, I love watching his, adv- uh, his adventures into classical music as well. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's always fun. Like Nasser Dormer. Oh, oh harrowing. Fuck. Oh, James, <laughs> honestly. Gorgeous. Like, did you just hear it there? Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. And then he does Ave Maria as well mm. with Placido de Domingo. Didn't he do one with one of like the um, the, the three famous uh, male singers that had a famous name? The Three Tenors? Is that right? <laughs> What were they uh, called? I don't know, George. I don't know if I've seen this one. So, uh, Michael Bolton, the man from Nickelback, and uh, <laughs> Michael Bublé. <laughs> <laughs> Chad Kroger. <laughs> oh, no. There's a band that gets a lot of stick, which I... I uh, Thoughts on Nickelback? I, I, I think they've got some tunes. They've got some tunes, man. They've yeah. got some... They're really just fucking <laughs> awesome. I need to share my fucking like they another band, same with like Coldplay. It's like, come on, they've got some stuff, man. Yeah. But they have this like no, cult Cold, stigma. Are big for a reason. That yeah, is all I give them. Yeah, mm. I mean the latest stuff. <laughs> nah, nah. Yeah, but, but they did not write that from me. Is <laughs> no. all I can say about Coldplay. No. Yeah, I know what you mean. But what's that first album? Oh, is it the first Par- album? Oh, Parachutes. Yellow. Parachutes. Yeah. Oh, Dylan? Bob Dylan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sparks, man. Sparks is just a beautiful song. Glorious. Glorious. Okay. <laughs> James doesn't agree. All right, I James. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so refreshingly honest. It's wonderful. Yeah. Um, right, James, I'm going to ask you what your five dozen island discs would be. You didn't tell me you were going to ask me that. A what? <laughs> Go on. Do you want some more crackers? Um, I, I I'm okay, needs to be honest, man. Really? Yeah, thank you for... I know, oh, I'm good. His wheel of French brie, mm. which tastes very French. Mm. It's so French. So. It's unbelievably French. <laughs> so, um, yeah, James, you're on this desert island. Who knows right. how long for? How many do I get? Five, but man, if you can think of more, then be my guest. I think um, five's a good number, but. Uh, there's kind of five albums just spring out to me. Um, Go for it, man. I don't know. I was listening to Crying, Laughing, Loving by Labby Seafray today. Um, Never I that. love that album. Okay. He wrote uh, It Must Be Love. Okay. Mm. Love. Um, and it's great. It's off that album. Um, yeah, he kind of just covers every single mood I've ever felt in one album. <laughs> just like, thanks for that. So nice. I could probably just do with that one, to be honest, at well, the minute. I'll um, cover you. But also, like, I don't have necessarily five albums that. I, oh no, do I? I do have five albums that I always revisit. I'm guessing the point of this desert island is that I'm stranded. Yeah, you're going to be the there a while. Uh, you know, I always think it's important to think of like the different moods that you might be in. You know, you're yeah, kind of. How long wanna, am I there? I'm going to say you're there for three months. Oh my god, Christ! Um, three months. What what mood am I in? Um, right, you're I'm happy to be there. Confused, you, you know what? You, right, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd say you've settled. Better in. stick Nina Simone on then. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say you've settled in for a week. You know, you've been there a little while. You've got your resources. It's not so bad. You wake up in the morning. It's a beautiful sunrise. It's just, it's going to be a nice day. You feeling good? What album would you put on? <laughs> um. 
see. Well, I'll, if I was in a good mood, I'd put on... Um, oh, but if you said on a podcast already in previous weeks, the best album to dance alone to. Um, um, okay. Sound of Silver, LCD Sound System. Keep springing back. Actually, no, I'll just use this as... This is happening instead. Then I've already used that one. I'll use a different LCD sound system mm, one. Cool. Um, so you'll say, um, this is happening. Or American Dream is good. Let's move away from LCD sound system. Crying, Laughing, Loving, Labby C. Frey. Um, Cat Named Dog, Norma Tanega. Um, Mezzanine, Massive Attack. Um, Do I want the party by Andy Shelf? I don't need to remember what parties are like. Yeah, okay, yeah, we'll say this is happening because I don't need to remember what it's like being with all my friends. Um, okay. And then, um, how many have I said? That's like four. Keep going, man. Um, there is so you one. are there for three months. We'll give you one. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be there a little while. <laughs> okay, again. so I did Mezzanine. did uh, Labby C. Frey. did Norman Denega. Oh, God, I have some Nina Simone, but what Nina Simone? Um... Oh, she may not may not make the cut. I think oh. she's already engraved in my head enough as it is that I can to. just sing her to myself. Oh, that's um, in her fun. voice in my head. Um, Contra Vampire Weekend will do it. That's always that's the sound of the summer that album. Oh, um, okay. And then maybe I want to feel quite clever someday. Mm. Maybe I want to. Maybe I, I keep forgetting. I really like jazz. That's I just keep forgetting that. Um, I was forgetting that. Do I want to listen to? Oh, maybe that. Um, <laughs> do I want vocal jazz or do I want instrumental jazz? I don't know. Well, uh, we'll just fucking say in a silent way by Mr. Miles Davis. Hmm. Wow. That's great. So, I'm going to ask you a question now. Good. Good, as we do. <laughs> this is a podcast. I ask you <laughs> questions. Um, so, have you not had that? Like, because I feel like a lot of the, the jazz dudes that we know have like taken a step away from the jazz. Have you not? Have you? You say you still enjoy it, and you know it's. It's still, it's still in your life. I still enjoy it because um, I stepped away from trying to be too technical. Right. Um, I could get bogged down in the fact that I, I'm not a, an amazing improviser. Um, but I really like playing it. I really like playing and singing jazz. Um, even if it's just in my living room for no one to hear. Yeah. Like I just still like it that much. I don't really... There's a kind of like a jazz mindset um, goes around in, like the, in the scene that uh, just doesn't relate to me at all. The idea that you have to strive to be kind of the most proficient at your instrument, and mm. I just don't think you will be. No. Um, no. And I just I feel like it's a difficult thing to get bogged down. Some people have the absolute superpower mindset of just like getting it done, and I admire that. It's just completely opposite to what mine is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but not in a lazy way. <laughs> um, I know. I, I just know. want to. I just want to enjoy it and playing without yeah. thinking of how can I make it better. Yeah, sort definitely, mum. Well, yeah, but uh, so it's a weird. It's kind of like I'm a, a bedroom jazzer. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm. I agree with you, man. It's, it's like for me, the cutoff point is: would you do it if no one was around to hear it? Like, do you generally sure. just enjoy the feeling of sure, it? Sure, yeah. And if you don't, what on earth are you doing in there? <laughs> like, what are you yeah. doing on stage? Do you see what I mean? Mm. Uh, yeah. So, I, I enjoy it just for the sake of it. Yeah. For, for whatever it is, it's not great. <laughs> whatever I'm doing, <laughs> but it's it's something, you know. <laughs> no. <laughs> what kind of uh, jazz do you play oh, when he's singing? What, what um, I really like. By the way, um, I l- uh, I love Chet Baker. Um, yeah, same. Mm. Um, so it's I just pretty much work my way through Chet Baker sings. Mm. Um, I love Billie Holiday as well. Mm. Um, 
So do um, I'm a fool to want you. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, <laughs> uh, I like Louis Armstrong as well, but um, you can't help but do an impression of Louis Armstrong. <laughs> no. Louis Armstrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to do, do it. it. <laughs> Damn, come on, man. In that salad <laughs> too. That sounds um, pretty good, man. I was, pr- I was um, surprised, then. <laughs> Fuck. Um, you <laughs> <laughs> told me. So um, if I like walk past your living room on like a Tuesday afternoon, Randy lockdown. Newman, <laughs> <laughs> bam, James Randy Newman, Newman. James Blunt. <laughs> no, no, um, no. I yeah, no. The it kind of goes hand in hand with I. I sing and play a lot of Randy Newman. Just working through the Randy Newman songbook. Just like housemates have left, just sprint down to the piano <laughs> yeah. to bust out my unlistenable cover of <laughs> Wandering Boy by Randy Newman. Nice. Um, which, if you haven't watched his tiny desk, do so. I have watched his tiny desk. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's wonderful. Forgive, forgive my <laughs> ignorance. I don't really know that much about Randy, Randy Newman. He did Toy Story. I know that, that's uh, yeah. probably the extent yeah. that he I know. Just, he never really had. Um, he ca- he's like very well known, but he just never had like his. St- like stardom, I don't think. Mm. I don't think he wants it very much. As a good documentary on YouTube, not documentary, just a a really I can only describe it as creepy fan video. Um, <laughs> a guy who just made a video to go film Randy Newman is called "I Am Unfortunately Randy Newman," <laughs> um, which uh, I, f- I was watching it earlier, and I was just like, I have watched this because um, right. I'm a big fan of Randy Newman. But yeah, it's he uh, he's. I, I could sing you some of the songs, but I don't think you'd know them if you just don't. If you don't know Rand, if you don't know him, you don't know him. You know. Where's a good place to start? I really like like um, <laughs> Randy Newman's an interesting one because he has some songs I just fucking won't listen to. I can't tolerate. Um, it. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, yeah. a lot of it is just like there's like a synth pad and like, and then it's but you just want to hear Randy Newman singing with a piano and the optional strings. So there's yeah. the the Randy Newman songbook. Which is just Randy Newman singing all of his songs. I keep saying Randy Newman. Um, Randy Newman. Or Randy. Randy Newman. Um, he's just singing through his songs, just him and a piano, and it's fucking glorious. Okay. He's got some of the saddest songs I have ever heard. Uh, <laughs> I almost, I'm, I almost want us to just sit here and listen to his song, Let's Old Man, just in pure silence and just listen to every second of that song. Just have close ups of everyone's face. Yeah, like just, just crying. Yeah. Why? Everyone has gone away. <laughs> Can you hear me? <laughs> Can you hear me? <laughs> it's, it's fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> and he has uh, one called In Germany Before the War. Which oh, is, uh, no. That sounds it's just like it's already yeah. going to be heavy. I made myself cry by just me singing and playing it. I think right. I think that's the extent mm. to his songwriting. Okay. Because like, um, I don't think it was my playing and singing that would have made me cry. <laughs> just like, well done. Nailed <laughs> um, it. It was, awesome. it was just like, how could you write this? Yeah. How could you do that to us? Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. Like, and I just don't know what he's singing about. His lyrics are kind of pretty see-through a lot of the time, but it's just right. like, what are you singing about? Is this mm. about you? I think he just sings about other people. That's right. what I love. I'd love to be in that. Um, place of just being able to write songs about other people yeah because yeah. i'm just like i'm not that interested in myself I'll, I'll write about someone else yeah that that's where a lot of the best songs are yeah isn't it like all of kate bush <laughs> yeah oh god <laughs> Pretty much. Yes. oh god i love kate bush yeah um but yeah I'm just, I'm just feeling too much myself for at the minute so i just kind of like need to tear a little of that a wee bit before i start <laughs> writing about you other fuckers <laughs> <laughs> 
I feel like that's a common, like when we spoke to a lot of the other guests about writing stuff, a lot of them have said that. It's like they wish they could write. Like characters. Keep trying to be unique and then yeah. you just keep saying it's like someone else has said that. Sorry, man. Fine. Just, yeah, you're <laughs> just chatting a load of shit, really, aren't you? No. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. But yeah, I think, again, it always comes down to like, is what you're doing genuine? If it's genuine, it's your sound. I think people will gravitate towards it because it's, I don't yeah. know, you're not pretending it, to be yeah. anyone else. It's, like, it's almost like people can't help but gravitate towards it. Yeah, they're and drawn then, to it. And then the opposite, if you're trying to do something that's not you, people can't help but be like, oh, don't, don't do that. It's weird. And then it kind of it doesn't really matter what it is after that. If it's genuine, it's going to work, isn't it? Yeah. In whatever way that comes out. And you can see that just by like, all the guests we've had, like so different. Mm. <laughs> if you think about like the scope of artists we've had mm. performing. Yeah. It's great, man. It's fascinating, isn't it? It's wonderful. It's wonderful, it is. Forgive my rudeness, James and George, would you like some port? I think that's a yes, isn't it? I don't know, it's just unresponsive. <laughs> uh, I, I, I feel like port doesn't agree with me. I agree with port, but it doesn't, <laughs> but it doesn't agree it doesn't with me. doesn't want to shake hands well, with you. After you put that gentleman. blue shit in your body. Well, maybe that's it. Maybe I've only ever had port with Blue Wicked. Maybe. Maybe. What? You've never had port on its own? That's kind of great. Not with a cheesy cheese board or anything. Bloody hell, if you're, saying you're port, an animal. if you're saying port doesn't agree with you and you've only ever had it with that blue swimming pool shit, then I'm going <laughs> to... I might guess it's the... the <laughs> port is my favourite Christmas drink. Thank you. And I always get absolutely wankered on it every Christmas. Is it just a once That's a year kind of drink? Yeah, sort of thing, yeah. yeah well, no, I, no. I always find that like a, a port headache... It's like, like, beer, I can have headaches, it's fine. That's just not enough. Tequila, I can have headaches, <laughs> it's bad, but it's fine. Wine absolutely ruins uh, me. Horrible, horrible. Port, it's like that times like, 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 triple. Like, 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 like. <laughs> like, 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 triple. <laughs> it's yeah. awful, honestly. Port ruins me in the morning. Oh but it's so tasty. It's wonderful. It's a wonderful little drink. Hmm. James, you said you had like a an emergency questions you want to ask. I'm just curious what kind of questions you were going to... Is it an emergency? Well, it's not an emergency, but I'm, I'm interested in the way your mind thinks. I'm just wondering okay. how wild this was going to be. I mean, you um, don't have to, but... I could consult my list if you want me to. So you've got an actual list, then? I actually genuinely have a list, yeah. Okay. Uh, have you used this list before? Huh? Have you ever used this list in a different situation? Yes, this list yes, yes. I use this, I'd say, weekly. No way. It's Weekly. good. So before COVID, if you were sitting in a pub with your mates, conversation went a little dry. Would mm. you like run to the bathroom? <laughs> get your phone out. Get the phone no, out. No, I get it out in front of them. <laughs> and then just say. What they you for? <laughs> no. Oh, all right. Um, oh dear. Let's see. A lot, a, lot, a lot of these are. Um, if you were the queen, what animal would you make illegal to eat? Illegal to Holy eat. Holy fuck. Mm. Bear, I guess. It's <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not a lot of bears around here, mate. Could no, I, 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 I would say that as like a blanket rule for... I don't know. Could I change it <laughs> up and say the, the animal I'd make legal to eat? But Lots. most most animals yeah. are illegal to eat. Well, that's a good point, actually. What animals are illegal to <laughs> eat? <laughs> that question Swans. Swan. I I would I'd go eat a swan. I'd go foxes. Is, because I like foxes. 
I had a really great interaction with a fox once. Um, well, a great hey, one. Hey, how, <laughs> 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 how you doing, huh? How you doing? Hey, I'm talking to you. What you was, <laughs> I like just walk down the street, and then it was at night, and then he, or he or she, I don't know, walked up on the same bit of the path, and then we basically both stopped right next to each other. I looked down at him, and, and he, he looked at me, and we just sort of like looked at each other for like five seconds. And then we both just like went on our way. And it was just like a weird little <laughs> interaction. Was like, you're right. He's like, yeah, mutual, right. mutual respect. Yeah, I don't, yeah. don't know. I don't mind foxes, man. I think they're kind of. And people have pet foxes now these these mm. days. Oh, you've seen that? Horrific these pets. Days. They, I can imagine. They yeah. smell horrific they and they scream really? as well. Don't they? They, yeah, they absolutely scream. They, they sound howl. like. It's horrible, but they sound like a dying like toddler like, <laughs> oh, a toddler wow. being brutal so I've, there's many brutal. nights I've woken up of just like what is that mm, yeah, and it's just the nice. sound of someone being absolutely mauled to death <laughs> and you look out your window and you see this little fox going yeah they make some freaky noises man. Yeah. what would you do Mark well, I, I said bear, but I, I now I'd realise that, <laughs> that the Queen's only really in charge of this country, so I'd kind of take that one back. Yeah. But also, I that just shows that I do care about bears more than most people. Whatever yeah, that means. that's fair. And yeah, if there's any animal on this planet that I wouldn't want to see getting eaten, that might get eaten, then I'd probably say bear. But in this in this country, I don't know, man. Like, no one really wants to eat fox. No. I don't well, think this this is the angle I take it from. It's just like I feel like there'll be a little bit of a. A dark market thing. If you if you make an animal illegal to eat, uh, people will be like, "Why has he done that? I mm. want I want to eat that animal." That's so I do something pure evil. I'd say like, it's like, no, no, you cannot eat rats. Like, don't <laughs> don't think about don't oh, eat rats. Jesus. Just don't question it. Don't eat rats. And people are like, what does he know? Uh, what does he know about yeah. rats? <laughs> and people will be like selling rats, just like. It's disgusting. What's it? Mm. <laughs> well, I just like the idea of making something illegal to eat. Yeah, and people are fucking eating it anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bit of mystery. I'm there with my three pet rats. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. Lovely pets. Yeah. James, what would you make illegal? I'm intrigued. If you were Queen of Scotland. Otters. Mm. Well, there, there are otters in in in, in England <laughs> yeah, and stuff, man. aren't there? Many. So. I would definitely make them illegal <laughs> to kill. Okay. Uh, Any particular reason why? Who's killing otters? Farm people. Because mm. they, they attack. Yeah. Um, they attack farmers. Live just farmers. Otters <laughs> have a bad thing with farmers. <laughs> I don't know. They do stuff, <laughs> and farmers don't like it. Okay. Um... How often do I guess it's only in sea, like seaside sort of farm Maybe places? Maybe it's stoats that they are the bad one. Stoats. Never heard of them. But either way, they're fucking cute. Okay. But that's, Have you yeah. seen them like when they're swimming on their backs, just having a nice time? Yeah. yeah I'm I'm doing actions, and I realise that no <laughs> I'm not on camera. Yeah. It was it was a very camp. Swimming on my back. Very <laughs> graceful. Very graceful. Come yeah. on, George. I'm always interested to know what you what think, me? George. What was the question again? Um, animal I don't want to get eaten. Yeah, basically you'd make it illegal for him to get eaten. Uh, I, it would be, you know, I, you know what I'd do? I'd, uh, <laughs> right, I wouldn't go for anything fancy. I'd just go to fuck over as many people as I could. Okay. So I'd think, right, what is the animal that most people eat? Okay, cool. Chicken. 
I'd oh. make it illegal to eat chickens. No one can eat chickens. All of a sudden, there's just an incredible amount of chickens in the world which can't be killed. In the world. Or eaten. Only in it's the UK, like George. Only in the UK, because you're the queen, remember? Am I the queen? Wait, the queen? You're the queen. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. Okay. Wait, can I make it so that, every, that only I can eat chicken as well? Uh, yes. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think yeah. the idea, based on my absolutely no knowledge of the, the queen, I think she's allowed to eat swans. <laughs> Wait, is that what it's all about? She wants the swans. She wants for herself. She tried it once. She was like, "This makes sense. Phenomenal. This That's makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. No one else. That's genius, man. Yes. Mm. Wow. What a question. Very Thank you for that. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. Are they all like equally as weird and just sort? Of, they're just. Yeah, I'm, some more more mundane. I mean, yeah, I'm, you know, you don't have to um, crack crack out anymore. But I was, I was just wondering, oh, sure, if, yeah. you know. The, yeah. So, Who's yeah. the oldest person you fancy? Helena Bonham Carter. That was quick. Yeah. Uh, off the top of my head. But there's something about her that's just, yeah. I quite like the, the <laughs> I like that she plays a crazy character a lot of the time and she's very like, kind of, I don't know, something. It's like crazy character, crazy character, crazy character, apart from once when it's just loving mother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's great, man. I'd, yeah, I think it definitely... That's the first one that came to my head, instantaneously. What about you, James? Meryl Streep. <laughs> Meryl Streep. <laughs> Meryl Streep. Like, like she's beautiful, man. Yeah. Yeah, she's, she's a beautiful she's woman. Yeah. She is. Amazing she's woman. Amazing. Matthew. Schneid Twain. I love how quick all of these are. It's like we've thought about it a lot. No yeah, so I've been waiting to say yeah. that for years. The subconscious, like, <laughs> yeah, the subconscious mind has been working on this one for a while. It's like, there you go, it's on the plate. Mm. And it, why? It, anything particular about Shania Twain? Is it her music or is it just yeah. her? Yeah, beautiful husband? music. Right, that is that country twang, isn't it? I can't talk about Shania Twain, man. No more. <laughs> 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 I'm not gonna lie. Country twang, huh? Country twang. Yeah, twang is in the accent. She's got a tongue. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was just confused. I was just like, I wouldn't describe Chennai train and train. <laughs> train. <laughs> That's a different. <laughs> Let's leave it there. <laughs> oh dear. Right. If we're not going any more stupid, what? Sorry. I've got one. Not, oh. Oh. Okay. Go on. Who's your biggest man crush? Oh, uh, Henry Cavill. He's a shit actor, though. No, well, yeah, but <laughs> but um, I don't know what particular. He's an absolute specimen of oh, a human. But he's got I'll get, I'll get there's something that he, this facial hair that he has when he has the mustache. Is it a James Bond film? Or something? No, no, no. no you're Mission Impossible, eighteen. Oh man, it's just he just he looks great. Mm. He looks awesome. <laughs> you're looking at photos of him. Great. Yeah, get that great. picture because it like yeah he's. <laughs> Does it for me, man? <laughs> Just in terms of like, you know, what a mustache could be. Mm. This guy's got it, you know. Um, have we got one that we can show Blimey. people? Go on, George. That is pronounced. They're all really it's small. Sorry, let's try to get one that we can enlarge on this. That's screen. fine. Um, James, who's your sexy man crush? Hmm. So many. <laughs> I've got, I've got two, and I can't decide which one I. Fancy more. I think I do know which one I fancy more, but I'll tell you both. I'll let you decide which one I fancy more. <laughs> we can uh, choose. Go the on. first one is Jude Law. 
Whoa. Yeah. Come on. No, I could see the that. Well, that's yeah. a tasty little man bun right there. Mm. <laughs> and the second one. Hello there. Ewan McGregor. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but you look like Ewan McGregor. Yeah, I fancy myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love so myself. Freaky going on there, I would personally, if I was to pick between those two, it'd be Ewan McGregor because just the the facial hair. And the, yeah. Mm. Um, I'm more of a Jude mm. Law man, personally. Oh, really? really? Yeah. Nick from New Girl. Oh, ah. He I'm is something. I'm yeah. Schmidt as well. From nah, fuck him. Nah, fair enough. <laughs> 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 what do I know? Yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. There's something about Nick, isn't there? <laughs> yeah. No, this uh, he's Jet. He's complicated feelings for Nick, the new girl. Oh, really? So he's an s- absolute specimen of a man. He's Um Let's show the people at home the yeah, let's the go on to the truly the, true the most gorgeous man ever of on the planet. Time. God damn it! Mm. Look at that! Look at that, James! It's unbelievable. Jeez. He's the one. Lo- the thing is, he must. He must just look in the mirror and be like, "God, I got lucky." <laughs> yeah. No, he probably like everyone's got a little bit of that body dysmorphia, man. He probably looks at himself and thinks, "Fuck, my nose is a bit crooked, isn't it?" He's thinking, "I'm not Jude Law, though, am I?" <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all right, but it's no Jude Law. I <laughs> wish I was Jude Law. Yeah. No He's- one's mentioned the obvious one, man. As of, well, this is for me as of two weeks ago. Jake Gyllenhaal. That guy is beautiful. <laughs> Holy fuck, man. I, yeah, he's handsome, man. No. No, he's in... No. He's in... What, what, what films are we, we watching? What's the one we watched recently? Um, <laughs> Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. <laughs> Nightcrawler. Yeah, he's yeah. so... He is great in that. No, um, Love and Other Drugs was the one we watched. Okay? Sure. Hey, man, it's a year into lockdown. It gets lonely. You watch a rom-com. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to tell survivors? me. I've been a rom-com a week. Survivors. <laughs> Is that it's it? It's not Survivors. It's, uh, <laughs> it's like Taken. But what was that? With oh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Ju- ju- um, yeah, um, the Prisoners. Prisoners, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Mm. Hugh Jackman's a crazy guy. Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. The long, bad guy. Long away from home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Is that's what you mean. Far away from home. Was he Batman? No. <laughs> was he Batman? <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking of Christian Bale. <laughs> George, George Clooney. <gasps> the villain in the first one. Was an old Batman, is what you you're saying? I don't know. I know what you Willem mean. Willem Dafoe. <laughs> he wasn't Batman, no. Is this still live? Hang on, what was the what was the guy saying? Oh, are you <laughs> filming this? Yeah, this is being filmed. You know, for it's, being recorded. it's really hard to say the first Spider-Man film because there's been like three or four reboots of them. But the first of the new Spider-Man films, right? The villain in that, he was Batman, wasn't he? Oh, sure. Yeah, I know what you mean. What's his name though? I don't know. I, oh, I could tell I you. If you're if right. I assume you were. Had this much. <laughs> well, <laughs> anyway, anyway, he's also in Birdman. Great film. Yeah, very good film. Really great film. Great soundtrack as well. Yeah. Very great. Just drums, isn't it? Just drums. You know, it didn't win an award because it was just drums. Yeah, because it didn't have notation. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm Which, um, that. I know. I mean, I, I guess I get it a little bit. But, but still, it didn't need it. didn't need it. it was still a piece of music, but isn't that? <laughs> um, right. I think we've chatted enough shit. 
Really? Unless you've got I've got some. a lot more to say about Jurassic Park. If you want to bring in Jurassic, that's after the break, man. Oh yeah, we've got another break, and we're having the Jurassic Park section after <laughs> the, the recital section. Yeah. The moment you've all been waiting for, <laughs> James talks more shit about Jurassic Park. Perfect. How long do you think, genuinely? How long do you think you could talk for about Jurassic Park? Like, if I was to put a timer, on, I'm not saying do it, but I'm like, you know. <laughs> I, think I, I had a, I, I had a, I had a video chat date uh, at the start of lockdown, right. and uh, we watched we watched Jurassic Park, right. and I think we were chat like I would I would like give like facts about it um, just throughout the film, and then afterwards I think we chatted till about seven a.m. and a lot of that was just me talking about Jurassic Park. She was asleep. No. <laughs> she wasn't even responding. You were just sending off essays about. So, yeah, that, that's very true. And another thing, uh, it's quite interesting actually. Uh, I'm not going to chat any more shit about Jurassic Park. That's uh, interesting. It's a good film, though. Yeah, it's a damn good film. Fucking killer film, Mac. Killer film. <laughs> Oh dear. Right, if we haven't got any more shit to chat, I reckon we just cut the head off this beast. Have done. <laughs> yeah. um, well, how long? How long's that been? I think we're on like two hours and a bit, something. I don't know. So we've done all right, you know. We, we go, yeah, I think we did. We did. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Holy God. All right. Well, let's Right, so no one's watching. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's definitely r- wrap it up then because Jesus. Sorry people at home. Well, I hope you enjoyed what we've been talking about. There's if they're some... still watching, they love it, Brad. Yeah, they, they, yeah. Whoever is watching, I fucking love you. God bless um, you. right. James, where can people maybe find your stuff online if you ever do it? Message Nathan, he's got my demos. <laughs> right. Nathan J. Carroll. <laughs> He'll no, no, I'll tell you what. If you want if you really, really want to try and hear something that I have recorded, um yeah. there is a EP out there on SoundCloud um that I recorded with a piano trio. Um okay. and we were we were called Slims. So if if you really want to hear me play some that. you know piano with I bass and drums that. with Chris Roberts and Will Graham, uh, it's the EP's called fuck with the EP. Uh, it's called "Help Me Sleep" by Slims. Nice. You won't find it, but um, if you do find it, that's amazing and like great great job because I can't find it. <laughs> it is your yeah, if you find it, let me know. Yeah, send uh, that would be James. great. Um, and then the other projects you're in, you've got might be you've got. Dude, go time. on, I think it's time. It's time. Yeah, yeah. It. So, uh, James is in a, What was it? What would you describe that music as? Like, might be. Yeah. Um. Oh, oh, my gosh. There it is. There it is. Nice. That's your own. Might be. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I think we can just about see it. So yeah, if you it James is in that be. project, might be. So if you want to get yourself some, is that merch still available? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Try and get in contact with Phoebe and bring her a T-shirt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> any other projects you want to shout out before we wrap up, James, that you're doing? Will Hearn has songs out soon. Um, I think I'm on them. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, this is great. Uh, right, last question, James. Um, if you could sum this podcast up in three words, what would it be? <laughs> right. Um, cheese crackers port. Cheese, there you go. You, you, you got it there. Cheese crackers port, man. Bam. What else you want? 
I could be more interesting if no. you want, but cheese crackers no, no, pouring first, down first a... first three words, man. It, if the word paedophile is given to my head, but I don't know why. <laughs> no. uh, there's a che- reason we don't say the first thing that yeah, comes to our che- head. It's cheese cracker port. <laughs> it's cheese cracker port. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Cheese cracker port paedophiles. Mark. Um, <laughs> I would say two hours forty. <laughs> two hours forty. <laughs> two hours forty. Shite. Um, <laughs> mindfulness, cheese, music. There you go. Fucking solid. My first cheese music. Lovely. All right. Uh, James, people want to find yourself online if you ever put stuff out <laughs> there. What's your Instagram thing? Your Instagram account. James Davis, James Davis. Bam. James Davis, James Davis. There you go. So keep an eye out for James' stuff because it's fucking awesome. Uh, we're going to be putting out his live session on Friday. So that'll be on our YouTube channel. So go on there, subscribe. This is where we're going to be doing all our live streams, all the new episodes. We've got our new Rec Room series coming out. We've got our new... Well, we've got, we're going to be doing another Rec Rooms live sessions as well. So subscribe. You'll see all that stuff. Um, thank you very much for listening. If you're on the audio podcast, hope you had a good day, evening, wherever the hell you are. And um, we'll see you all soon. Thank you, James. Thank you. Star. Thank you, Matt. Uh, thank, thank you, George. Thank you, James. We've we're, been amazing. We've been <laughs> fucking great, awesome. So good. Have a beautiful day wherever you are. And we'll see you all for the next episode. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast to catch up on new episodes every week. Also, check us out on our Facebook and Instagram at Rec Rooms, where you can find out about our other exciting music series. We also have this and all our other episodes of the podcast up on our Rec Rooms YouTube channel for your viewing pleasure. See you next time.